Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Beautiful day. listeners welcome back to yet again another episode of the beautiful game podcast as always i'm your host butch and actually today i'm only joined with one out of two of my usual co-conspirators and that is dej how are you i'm you good, good? Yeah, i'm good man it's been a nice weekend yeah we played football today and we reigned in the spirit of comebacks today you know we were eight nil down and we came back so yeah. i think move over anfield yeah, move yeah. over the Johan Christ. Eight nil down. <laughs> <laughs> cool man Ooh, yeah sir and um so our our other usual um our other usual suspect dot he's um over in um in in new york mixing business and pleasure um so i'm sure though he's still flying the flag for for the for the for the tbg podcast anyway man so he'll be back um on 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 next week's episode um in his place however we have two very very special guests you know those of you that um have been following the journey of the podcast will be very familiar with both of these guests as they've been on before um and I think it's somewhat a, a clash of the titans, you know. <laughs> it's, I, I know in recent weeks we've been talking about um, we've we've had a few uh, boxing analogies. Yeah, I think yeah. this is certainly one that's yeah. a pound for pound. Maybe Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford type. Every pussy boy. It's interesting because they're both They both have very different opinions. Um, in one corner we have none other than the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, that is MK, <laughs> Mr. DMT himself, yeah. you know what I mean, what's, what's going, going on, on welcome, welcome, Yo, to the, welcome back to on? the podcast, My man, TBG family, man. come on man, good, man. Good, man. Good, man. happy to have you, uh, to have you back on, <laughs> you lot got my pagan in the corner <laughs> over there, so. <laughs> this other special guest really needs no introduction, mm. do you know what I mean, mm. I think this one, you know how we have, um, like in, in the Premier League, you've got the players, player of the, of, of, of the season, mm. I think if the, if Twitter had, um, a poll on 
the most controversial account. Yeah. I mm. think this this guy would win by a landslide. To Definitely. It's that board freaking he shed still. We've we've had to split them up as well. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, case, yeah. Yeah. In case things get heated. So yeah. So he goes by the name of Ruan. Welcome back to the podcast, man. Yo, what you saying? What's guys? happening, man? You good? Yeah, we're yeah, good, man. man. I'm alright. I'm ready for this. Really? Like, thanks for coming on. This has been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Dying for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My neck's all tight and that fun. I'm ready. And um, I think we actually have um, we have uh, Dot on the line, haven't we? For, yeah. He's calling in from America. Yes. Okay, brilliant yes. stuff, man. Brilliant stuff. So let's let's um, Dot. I just wanted to make sure you can hear us all good. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, all good. Brilliant, man. So uh, um, yeah, Dot. Before we go into tonight's agenda, um, I, I I just want to hear your thoughts generally. I think you you had a, a, f- a few points that you wanted to to sort of cover and and, and, and discuss. So please feel free to, man. Let's let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, man. First of all, thanks for um, calling in, and um, thank you, MK and Roman, for coming on. Where do I start? <laughs> Tough to take, but um, it was the expected result. Um, actually, caught the game over here. Um, I went to the local Liverpool bar. Um, first of all, funnily enough, it was, it's been raining all day, but um, the usual bar that I used to go to actually said they've reached capacity so I'm like wow man what am I going to do I'm not going to watch this game but luckily there was another Liverpool bar around the corner um, so yeah I got to the bar we were watching the game um, Anfield was going berserk the, the local pub was also going berserk and everyone was in a good mood because there was a feel good factor from the Champions League comeback against Barcelona so everyone's positive thinking yeah we're going to see another miracle um so the game starts, um, Liverpool pressing, passing the ball side to side, um, the audience, the crowd really up for the game. And then we go 1-0 up with a money goal. Um, and then, yeah, they're showing like multiple screens. So we can see the Man City game on the, on the other screen. And like for some reason at Anfield, everyone was just going berserk and everyone was cheering. And we're like, what's going on? Because we're watching the game and we can't see anything from Man City's end. And then, literally a minute later, we saw Brighton score a header from a corner. I think Glenn Murray knocked it in from around three yards. And now, like, I lost it. Like, I started jumping. I started singing Ale, Ale, Ale. I'm sure you guys will be all aware of that song because it's been ringing alarm bells around Europe. Um, so, yeah, we were going crazy. So, like, yeah, this miracle is going to happen. And then I checked my phone and I pre the group chat and... I saw MK saying I'm sick, I'm sick or something, innit? But I was like, come on, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's too early. And I was like, cool, like, there's still 70 minutes to go. And then literally 90 seconds, Aguero, so clutch, finishes, make it 1-1. And, and, and the funny thing is, is that I was watching the Man City game a lot because that was the more important game. And, like, they're almost impossible to beat. Because I was just watching it and the game is just played in Brighton's half. So it's pretty much impossible to beat them. So within two minutes, they went like 2-1 up. And I was like, yeah, that's it. That's the game over. Like, Brighton, they're a shit team. They're not going to come back. Um, But what I would say, I just want to strangle the idea at birth of... um, I know a lot of opposition fans are going to be calling this Liverpool team bottlers. Um, but for a team to finish with 97 points and to not win the league I think sometimes you just have to give a round of applause to all parties because 
this Liverpool team has been amazing and they've almost been perfect, but they've come up against a team that's just a little bit better than them. No, 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 no. Can we be realistic here? It's not the same thing we better, fam. Like, you had like an amazing season. Well done, innit? But if we're being honest, you see yourself having this kind of season next season. And the answer is no. So they're not a little bit better than you. They had a better season last season and I can see them having a better season next season. So I don't think they're just a little bit better than you. Roman, I'll say, before I jump off and let you guys continue the pod, I'm going to say two things. First of all, I don't think there's much in it. Two contrasting yeah. teams, but two amazing teams. Yeah. So they do things a bit better than us and we do some aspects of the game a bit better than them. But... What I was saying to Dej offline is that the difference is they have the luxury of bringing on fifty million pound players from the bench. Yes, so did you? Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, whoa! Kate has started the whole season. Is that what man's gonna no, do? No, no, Are we gonna do that? We're not gonna no, do no, that. No, no, no. That's, that's that's a fair point. But the thing is, is that. Navi Keita is one player, whereas their difference is, is that they can bring on Leroy Sane, which is a £40 million player. Fabino did a start this season as well, to be fair, but I, I, I'll take your point. But, mm. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. They can bring on Gabriel Jesus, who's a £30 million striker. And as well as Origi as Dana, as well as Storage as Dana or whoever it is, these guys are not of the quality of those players. Origi mm. was £8 million. Pound. Shakiri is £12 million. Pounds. Yeah. And ultimately, that was the difference. But people are saying that it's another season, no Premier League trophy. But for me, it's about the journey. And people come out and say, oh, you don't win anything. It doesn't mean anything. No one's going to remember who finishes second. But if that was the case, if the journey doesn't matter, that means that there's no point of us watching football. We should just wait for 38 games in the season and see who won what, if it doesn't matter about the journey. So that's, that's, that's why I want to leave it. Nah, that's what losers say. All that's nice. <laughs> All that's nice. That's what losers say. All that's really nice. It, it, yeah, uh, it's nice hearing from you, Doc, man. Enjoy the rest of your trip in America, bro. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your trip in America, man. That was a nice speech, man. Thank you, man. Now get off the line. Come with some speech. Okay, so let's let's get straight into this then. Um, obviously today, the end game, the final game of the season, we close the curtains to another very enthralling and interesting Premier League season. Um, of course, as you know, we, we all know, City won the, the league, uh, beating uh, Brighton 4-1 four, um, four uh, away from home. I guess the first question I want to ask is, now City have successfully retained the Premier League title. Last season, they amassed 100 points. This season, 98, right? So I want to ask you guys, if you look at both of their seasons, uh, last season versus this season, which one for you is the more impressive uh, campaign? And I ask that especially because I think um, City lost more games this season than last season, of course. But then, you, you know, there's, there's this, always this, um, this saying that once a team wins the league, it's so much more difficult in a second time round because everyone ups their game. You're the guys to beat, basically. Um, 
So yeah, so I, I, I want to open it up for discussion. Maybe you, you want to start us off there. Mm. But let us know, in your opinion, which, which of the two seasons is, is mm. more uh, interesting and, uh, and better and why? First of all, I just want to say congratulations to Manchester City, mm. what they've done. You've got to give them, you know, we've got to start off with them because this is all about them. We've <laughs> got to give credit to them. I mean, they've done the remarkable. Um, so congratulations to them. Congratulations to Pep Guardiola. After his first season, everyone thought it was a rabbit in headlights. He's made the necessary adjustments. He's chucked a lot of money at it. But it also some coaching has to go in there to get the best out of these players. So in answer to your question, which season is better? I would have to say this. Because last season, they didn't have opposition. It was like a free walk, a free hit at it, so they could do what they want. Even though they posted up the numbers, there was no real opposition. But this year, they had a remarkable Liverpool side that they were up against. You know, they kept rising, they kept mentally at it. They were seven points behind. So, you know, to overturn that deficit takes some real mental fortitude. So, for them to do that, I think this season is definitely a standout, better season than last season. So I don't know what I guess thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, I think, like you said, last season, it was really easy for them. And I think they were playing against themselves last season. Yes. Whereas this season, that Liverpool side, as much as like I'm not a Liverpool fan and I'm always going to be critical of Liverpool because, <laughs> you know, I enjoy trolling you lot still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see that side, yeah, they're, they're just relentless. Mm. So I think they were giving Pep sleepless nights still. Of course. Like, And I think he knew that they couldn't blink. Mm-hmm. Like they could not, take the foot off the pedal and I think to win 14 games in a row sandwiched in between the Champions League tie with uh, Tottenham and then playing Manchester United and Tottenham back mm-hmm. to back and they won 14 games in a row yeah like you say it takes mm-hmm. on a lot of mental strength so mm-hmm. I think this is this has definitely been the more impressive season in terms of what they've done because they actually had someone who really challenged them mm-hmm. and when you look at the end of the season when both teams have got 98 and 97 points it's never been done before mm-hmm. yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean it, it, one draw and City won your one this title so yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. This was the more impressive season for me. I think another thing to add, just before we go over to you, um, Rowan, is that the key. Another key uh, thing is that last season they had De Bruyne, their best player, mm-hmm. was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. This season he's obviously been marred with injuries and stuff yeah. like that. And they've had to, injured. Yeah, exactly. So they've they've had to overcome a lot more adversity. I, I just wanted to add. But yeah, yeah. But I'd agree with everybody as well. I think this season's a, a lot more impressive than last season mm. um, two specific things as well because <clears throat> I think it's, it's two results that I look at yeah, and I think okay like, this 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 um, City team actually means business mm. if we look at that um, I think it was United versus City last season when they, they bottled it when that was supposed to be their like statement game we're like mm. okay like we're here mm-hmm. and they was winning <laughs> like they was battering them oh uh, yeah 2-0 two, no. yeah yeah and then two, if you compare yeah. that to let's say this Liverpool team when um, the Liverpool game where they had to win that game to make it to get back and catch yeah, up back to yeah, Liverpool yeah. I think those two um, show the kind of quality of both teams um, of both seasons as well so I definitely agree that this season was much more impressive fair play and 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 obviously now we we're, we're obviously speaking about um, Liverpool and, and the fact that they they, they finished second but it was it was so close <laughs> it was right up until the, the final game of the season um, they obviously um, done their job today uh, winning to um, two no at home to Wolves uh, we, we, we know you know just the kind of performances that Wolves have been putting up against the top six this season so that's no uh, mean feat um, and like we already mentioned earlier on this is the first time there's a team that has um, amassed 97 points and still not managed to win the league 
So the question that, that arises off the back of that is, is it more a case of City's brilliance this year? Or is it, is it, is it fair to say that Liverpool bottled it, basically? Because, you know, there were, there were, there were, there were seven points to the good, um, what was it, come... Yeah. The, the, yeah. It, it, it's definitely a mixture of both. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, to what, and to what extent is it? Is it is it fifty fifty or is it more one than the other? No, I'd, I'd say seventy thirty um, towards Liverpool bottling. Okay. Because you know why I say that? Because <laughs> I, we could say this has never been done before. We've never seen a seventy million pound keeper before. You've never seen an eighty million pound centre back. You've never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So with those kind of outlays, we expect higher standards from these kind of teams, mm-hmm. isn't it? So. If you're there and you're telling me, okay, we're seven points clear um, against this juggernaut of a team, and you're telling me that he lives that kind of cushion, because that's a mad cushion. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about other title races, yeah, we're thinking, yeah, if, if you saw a top team like that, and, and I think um, there was a graphic about um, every team that's been top at Christmas has gone on and won it, yeah, and the only yeah. teams that have won yeah, it's Liverpool. Is Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be bottling. That's football history, fam. Mm. That's you think so? Yeah, you think, 100%. I don't think it's got... I mean, these players, they had nothing to do with those bottle jobs in the past. It doesn't so. matter. It's ingrained in the club. And You've also, another factor, you said Liverpool are seven points ahead, but I think they're rather unfortunate that when they got that seven-point gap, the next game was against Manchester City. And they done so, the business. <laughs> yeah, they did, but that All game... All you had to do was not lose. That, that game... Like the Palace game. That game... Well, not, sorry, not the mm. Palace game, the Chelsea game. Mm-hmm. Where um where Gerald slipped. All you mm-hmm. had to do was not lose. It was simple, but once again, mm-hmm. chest pumped out. You thought you could do the business. You get me? Yeah, but to be fair, that game was defined by margins. I mean, Sane's goal hit the post and went in. I think John Stones cleared the cleared goal off, the, off, the, yeah, the, line, off yeah. the line. So that game was defined by margins. But if you're saying is it a bottle job, um I can I can understand why people will say that. Mm-hmm. If if but, sorry, if Tottenham never got top four this season, mm-hmm. everybody here would say it's a bottle job. Yeah. Even though they made no signing, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been injury hit, yeah. all everything mm. against them basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Everybody would say that's a bottle yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why when it's Liverpool now? Even though they've done, I'll, I'll give them full credit. They've yeah. had a great season. <laughs> they've um, over um, over have they overachieved? They came second. Yeah. I yeah, they yeah, look, second. the way I look at it, mm. from a Liverpool fans' perspective, do I see? It? I mean. Yeah. We were a team last season. We had to win our final game just to finish in the top four. We beat yeah. Brighton. Mm-hmm. This season... We spent 140 million pounds <laughs> on defenders and the centre-back. This season, it went to the final day to decide the league. I mean, for a fan, for me, that's progress. And we're still in the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Do you want to call it a bottle no, job? That's, can, you're answering two different questions because you've okay. gone from progress and bottle jobs. Yeah. You can make progress and still be a bottle job. Uh, <laughs> They're not mutually I can, exclusive. To be honest, I, 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 agree. Can, I, can, I agree. I can understand why people call it a bottle job. You know, when you've got a seven-point lead and it gets overturned, mm-hmm. there's going to be a post-mortem. Okay, you had the seven-point lead. Why did you not win the league title? And for me, that question comes to... One loss. Yeah, one loss. How can you season. how can you lose one game in the whole season and not win the league? Yeah. Too many draws. But I think again that goes to um, the depth in the squad, mm. and that's the big difference between both of the sides. As Dot said earlier, City can bring on Mares, Sane. Liverpool haven't got that strength in depth, and that's something. But then, going, it, but then sorry, also, but then we're also giving certain players discredit because 
without Origi, you wouldn't be in this title race either. So when mm. are you going to give Origi his props, even though he's an £8 million player mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. He turned up for you. Of and course. He's a, and he scored. How many late um, late winners did he score? Yeah. Yeah. He scored a lot. So, yeah, yeah. at the same time, you want to say, oh, we haven't got this £50 million mm-hmm. player now, but you got Origi turning up when he needed to. Moments, he, yeah. To be honest... Why are you not giving him yeah. his props? You've got to give him... I ain't got this mm, guy you, here. Mm, how, many win, how many yeah, late winners yeah. did um, Gabriel Jesus score? Mm. you got to give him his credit... And, and also, let's not forget about the refs as well. <laughs> We've got to give them their own little also, <laughs> portion of the cake. Also, I would say that Klopp, maybe in one or two games, his, his substitutions were found a bit wanting. Maybe he left it a bit late. Maybe Liverpool were a bit tentative. But to answer your question emphatically, is it a bottle job? Mm, I'd agree. Probably 75% a bottle job. I'd, I think. I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd say um, it's a hard one. Because you got ninety-seven points it's on the board, one. it's a hard one. But at the same time, I think um, if I think back to his Raheem Sterling view when he was talking about when um, uh, that season when they nearly won it with Gerrard, he said the pressure from the fans mm-hmm. and the expectation from Liverpool fans in terms of really getting that title over the line mm-hmm. is tough. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that potentially might have played a part in them not winning yeah, that title because so. they didn't lose games. They drew games yeah. where they were expected to win. Like yeah. going to Old Trafford against a very weakened Manchester United side, you would have expected Liverpool to turn them over because that was a very but strong when Liverpool you say team. fan team. pressure, Liverpool at home only drew, what was it, two games? Yeah, but it's, it's also the expectation. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's not just the, the pressures in being at home. It's mm. that expectation of we're in a title race now. Mm pull it over the line yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what Sterling was kind of talking mm-hmm. about he and said look at, look that's why it said. fell apart ultimately because mm-hmm. the fans got carried away in that sense I, mm-hmm. I think in all fairness to Liverpool fans this year they've been a bit more better in terms of like mm-hmm. right we're not going to put too much on the team mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when you haven't won a title for that long mm-hmm. it plays a yeah. part and I think so, ultimately mm-hmm. like you said with Klopp being a bit tentative and I think mm-hmm. that also plays into the players in terms of we don't want to go for it too much because there's so much at risk. Mm-hmm. Whereas Manchester City, ultimately, mm-hmm. they won the title last year. Mm-hmm. So once once that um, period came where Liverpool drew two games on the bounce, mm-hmm. and it was now back in Manchester City's hands. Mm-hmm. They said, no pressure now. We're going to go on and win this title. Of course. And it's that experience. As much as mm-hmm. people want to talk about strength and depth and all mm-hmm. this stuff, mm-hmm. that experience of having won a title before. Because as an Arsenal fan, we've been here many times. <laughs> many, many, many times <laughs> when we've come, you know, we've looked, we've got to December where yeah. we've been um, oh, grasping yeah. the title <laughs> and then, you know, come February, February it's all over. We don't have that experience. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think ultimately, as much as you've got 97 points and you had a great season, ultimately, that title winning experience, you can't buy it. And I think that's what kind of pushed Man City and over the And you've also line. got to look at the situations where they dropped points. It was when they was in front and it was like, okay, like we win and we're going to build up this. When they went behind again, they was frightened. The pressure was off. They carried on winning, winning, mm-hmm. winning. When they went in front, that's when they start throwing mm-hmm. up these silly little draws. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say, right, it, it, it's a bottle job, isn't it? Because yeah. mm-hmm. when the pressure was on you just to carry on performing, you couldn't do it. Yeah. When the pressure was off you, now it's like they have to carry on winning you could do it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm, mm. And that's the kind of difference between both teams. One's expecting to win, one's hoping to win. Yeah. That mm. actually is, was going to um, be what I was going to go into next. And my, my next question, it was basically, where do you guys feel the, the league was lost for, for Liverpool? Which result? Can you can you think back to any particular results so me, that you think they should have definitely got over the line? Basically, So I think where I saw Liverpool looked 
un, like fragile. There was a, a game versus West Ham when mm. they drew, yeah. and I think and I think it was Adon, Andrew, Andrew Robinson, Robertson or Milner that came in off an interview, and he was like, "Yeah, we drew a game and we're still top, but yeah, when no, Manchester no. City drew a game, draw a game, no one asked Manchester City oh, are they are, are they under pressure, um, but well, the moment we draw a game, we're under pressure, we're top. Let's see where we end up at the, at the start of the season." And Second. to me, he looked rattled. Yeah. That's when I said this team is not ready. Like, mm. I, like I, I said to myself, I don't think they're going to win the league because he was rattled at the fact that he was yeah. asked, are you feeling the pressure? Yeah. Mm. But if that was a if that was a company or a, or yeah. someone from Manchester or a Walker, they'd be like, you know what? It's a long season. We're going to carry on playing. But he was rattled by that question. And that's, mm. why, I thought, that's why I thought to myself, yeah, that West Ham game yeah. is where I thought, yeah, they bottled it. You could Probably again, that Manchester United game, they probably should have won that. But I think that's what West Ham is where they realise actually no. we, we're not ready for this. I, I, I disagree. I think there was one result. I think City lost. I think it was to Newcastle. Yes. And then yes. Was, was was West Ham the next game? Um, I think it was Leicester. It might be Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, and yeah, they drew. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, yeah, this team's not ready because when yeah, you but, get gifted yeah. golden mm. wrapped, it was a golden egg. Yeah, they put yeah, it in yeah. your lap yeah. and no, you but basically Rowan. just pushed it off and said, yeah, like, <laughs> Rowan, get me. Did you watch the game, Liverpool versus Leicester? Yeah. Did you see the conditions? Yeah. So how do you expect Liverpool to win in those conditions? Didn't you see the pitch? It doesn't matter. There was snow, there was sleet. It was like an impossible job. It was an impossible job. We can't do this. The elements were against Liverpool. Did you watch the game? Man's not blaming God now, you know. Man's blaming Odin and the Thunder Gods. Come on, man. No, that game was a difficult game to navigate, but to answer your question... Didn't you not go in the lead? Or was it a nil-nil draw? Yeah, I think you won one. You lost. You They went in the lead, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I so to, I, need to look I think up. I think Liverpool went in the lead, and then Leicester clawed one back. Um, but ultimately, yeah, they they bottled it. Conditions the, or no conditions? Yeah, the conditions were shocking. But you asked a question: Where was the league lost? Yeah. I remember I've said it several times on this show. When we played West Ham, I just thought yeah. we haven't got it yet. Yeah. That's but the results that cost us, I think maybe it was a week where we played um, United midweek against Watford. <laughs> And against Everton, we got five points. Yep. The requirement there was seven points. So we should have either beat Everton away or Manchester United away. Mm-hmm. And we didn't either. I remember a big chance that Mo Salah had in the Everton game where he should have buried it. Mm-hmm. But again, it all goes down to the squad depth. I mean, Klopp's, you know, he has to keep playing all these Mane, Salah, Firmino. He has to keep playing them. Mm-hmm. Whereas Pep, if one of his front three have enough game, all right, you're on the bench next game. Mm-hmm. So... That's where Liverpool need to strengthen next game, but also, I know it's a miracle that mm. you guys have managed to keep your front three fit. fit. Yeah, that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Next season, next yeah. season, that's probably not going to be. I think season, I think it's almost two seasons now mm. that front three mm. and has been, has fit, been pretty much fit. Mm. Uh, Obviously, Firmino has been a bit injured. Yeah, yeah. Bar, yeah. Bar Salah getting injured for the Champions League final against um, Ramos, but then he in came back again for the start of this season. So you lot have been quite fortunate in that sense, and. And you know what? As much as we want to talk about City's death, they lost KDB, and that is a massive loss because when he was informed this mm. season for that period of time, they devil. looked they looked unbeatable. Yeah, yeah but Bernardo Silva, other players, game, other players, yeah, stepped to the fore. But he, he 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 mm. he's a difference maker. Like mm. as much as Bernardo Silva is a top top player, mm. KDB being in your side makes a massive difference. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Liverpool 
for the last two years, they've been quite fortunate in terms of not losing anyone that's been. Yeah, but that's that credit much. to the fitness no, staff no, and to the players. Hundred percent. But it's, coming, it's also it's also mm. a bit of luck as well. Like, as, mm. like your fitness and 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 the staff and you know keeping your players healthy is part of the game. Mm. But also you can't uh, factor in for freak injuries and things like that. So mm. Liverpool been quite lucky in that sense uh, in terms of not having those injuries. Another thing though, I think they've been unlucky because I think Naby Kr was supposed to produce just a little bit more than he did. Yeah. And I think in those kind of little tight games, if he was able just to give another like maybe five ten percent of what you expect of that kind of player when you spend that kind of money then I think that would have also pushed them over the line didn't it? there was always there was always going to be a bedding in process yeah. with Naby Keita yeah, coming from a foreign league yeah, so 100%. I think next season we're going to see him you know fly and do his thing but mm-hmm. Liverpool getting 97 points yeah. you can feel a bit aggrieved not to win the league but yeah. mm-hmm. when you don't win the league there's always going to be like a post-mortem yeah. and inquest saying okay where did it go wrong yeah, and I think it's those draws that we've pinpointed is, yeah. is, is that now the standard of the league though you know, I know we say that Liverpool got 97 points but maybe that is now the standard you mm. need 100 points to win a title now mm. like maybe quick, so. maybe no but maybe that's the, uh, the precedent that Man City have set is 198 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're in gonna the last two City, seasons you're gonna have to get that. mm. that's what yeah, that's yeah. the level so so as much as yeah it's great Liverpool got 97 points that is the level yeah, that's, mm. you know yeah. yeah. that's yeah. where you've got to be yeah. if not yeah. you're not going to be anywhere near this title yeah. mm. okay so, so, so my next question is this there, there are going to be two schools of thought on this right there is only one point that separate both Liverpool and City this season. So on paper, it looks like there's very little difference. And some will argue that is actually the case, that both teams are, are, are quite even. And, and even when they uh, played against each other, it, it was quite even and, it, and there were games of fine margins. But then there's an, on the other hand, there's another school of thought that will be no, even though the, you know the points might say one thing, mm. there there's a gulf in in, in quality. Oh, so you're basically saying maybe Liverpool in, are punching above their weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, exactly mm. that. Mm. So there there will, there will be people that have that mm. belief. So my next question is then, how and where the Liverpool bridge the gap next season? If we're talking about investment in the summer and areas that they need to improve or strengthen, it may not even necessarily be investment in terms of playing staff, mm. but on a, on, a, on, a, on a whole, what do Liverpool do next season to close that gap in terms of this golfing quality and, and squad depth or, or, or whatever? Um, I think it's probably four positions they should look at. Maybe three, to be fair, because your goalkeeper though isn't really going to get injured. Um, left back, I think you need a better backup left back. Yeah. I think you can get away with right back because you can just slap Milner there and you're going to get... Even not, Gomez. Not the same, but you can get similar kind of mm-hmm. output from him. Um, but the main thing is their midfield, um, they're bleeding. When it comes to creativity, yeah. they're bleeding. Yeah. They're, they're lumberjacks. That's what they are. They're actually lumberjacks. <laughs> professional lumberjacks. <laughs> People have been on record and um, said that it's the Brexit midfield. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I mean, it's great for Klopp's kind of style of playing it yeah, because yeah. It, it, it lets the front three be able to do what they want because you know you've got this kind of base yeah, behind yeah, you that's yeah. going to cover for you and going to run for you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when there's the tight kind of games and the fine margins where you yeah. need that kind of quality, that magic... And your front three's not producing it. You're gonna need one of your midfield play- midfield players That's to great. produce it, and they haven't really got that. I mean, Naby Keita is great and all that, but I don't think he's that type of player. I don't know if I'm being a bit injustice. No, he is. He no, is. To, to, and and I'm not just talking about. I think that quality of pass. You know, like someone like Fabregas, for example. Yeah. You know, like out of nothing, he could just slap a pass in, and you're like, okay, 
That's it. That's Nabi Keita can do that. I don't. He's no, no, no. I don't think he can. I think he can. I've seen him in Germany for the last two seasons at Leipzig. Don't bring. I'll get. I have to. I'll get five assists in Germany. To be fair, I could probably play up front in Germany. Nabi Keita has got all the tools in his box to unlock. Yeah, to unlock a defense. Nah, there's there's elite level kind of passes where you're like. Yeah, this guy's got that kind okay, of Okay, so give me a name. Give me a name in Europe that can come to Liverpool and fill that role. The kind of player that I I, I was suggested was that um, our guy that plays for Leon. Oh, Leon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he kind of got that kind of magic where you can say, yeah. He reminds me of a bit of Nasri, innit? Okay, yeah. So you need that kind of player where you can play him centre mid, you can play him out wide, he's still mm. got that kind of creativity, he's still yeah. got the work rate. Mm. He's kind of comfortable. He can give you that little magic. Other than that, then I would suggest somebody that's like a final ball specialist. And I think you can get someone that's an OAP that can come and do that, you know, <laughs> like a Fabregas. I think you could even go and get Fabregas now. Seriously? On. Yeah, for the last 10 minutes, just yeah. to slap in a ball. I could see that. Last 10 minutes of a game. You can 100%. You can, like, go no, get, will definitely you can get Fabregas in 50 though. years and still be able to mm. slap in a ball. Mm, so, yeah. Okay, so, so, real one, in your opinion then, they that that's the main area that they need to strengthen is in the the center of the park yeah. creativity or whatever and, and, and a backup winger a backup goal scoring winger but that's yeah, yeah, less yeah. of an imperative than okay. that creativity for the middle because I think if you get that creativity in the middle that can improve your forward line no matter who's playing okay okay that's a, that's a, that's an interesting one a, a few Liverpool fans that I've spoken to this season say they feel like they also need to. Um, have a, a an, another alternative to um, Firmino. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. obviously had a few injuries this season, mm-hmm. and Origi's come in, and he's actually yeah, he's um, done of late. Yeah, of late, um, it doesn't look like Sturridge. I, I've, I've been on record in saying that it looks like he wants to pursue his interest in fashion. <laughs> he, he's, he, he's ready to be insured. It's right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just looks like mm. he's ready to have a, a pop up. Like, I put him in a picture with Rich still. Ready too. Um, no, like, honestly, yeah, he's probably falling out of love with football. That's what. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, with I don't him. think. I don't think he cares that much. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, so I want to go back to the point about Liverpool strengthening. Actually, yeah. uh, funnily enough, because we were talking about that midfielder who's going to unlock unlock defenses and open them up. See, me personally, I don't think that midfielder would suit Liverpool's style of play. I feel like they need those three lumberjacks behind the front three. What I think they need is maybe someone who can play in that front three but can also kind of drop in and open up defences. So Wasn't that meant to be Shaqiri? And Fakir. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted Fakir for. Fakir mm. was going to be part of that front three but also drop in yeah. and play as a number 10 yeah. and then open it up. And mm. I think that's what they need because Klopp's style of play, yeah, you're not going to have a... A, a, someone who's going to be like, like you know that. kind of passing you're not going to have an Ozil in, in clubs yeah, yeah. yeah. He, said, he calls his brand of football heavy metal yeah, yeah. he's not he's not yeah. and Klopp's, <laughs> Klopp's more about the counter press yeah, and he yeah. sees the counter yeah. press as the yeah. best playmaker yeah. so he doesn't need one yeah. so win the ball high up the pitch and it's more pass than you're inside the goal and it's worked so I feel I feel Get get someone especially in the foot. Anfield factor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's like it's like a, a match it, it suits in because yeah. that style of football versus what the fans want to see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a match made in So I, I feel yeah. they need someone like him, like a Nabi Fakir, or someone who can slot into that front three but also drop back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely needs um, some depth in centre back. I still think once you lose Virgil Van Dijk, nah, I, I think yeah, I think we're covered. No, nah. underrating Gomez. No, nah. Gomez can he keep fit? I feel I feel you need one more person because if you lose Van Dijk I feel I can get out of that defence I'm not going to lie yeah. if you yeah but I mean if you lose Laporte for example you can get yeah, out of you, but you've still got company and company's stones. finished yeah, <laughs> he's company. finished but 
he can still put in a performance for 10 games over a season. To be fair, if you're going to try and get a, a backup or a second centre-back here, you're looking at... I feel the they should get someone to like partner. 40, 50 yeah, mil I feel they should like get that. someone to partner Van Dijk. Yeah, but really shut up shot. been a revelation in the last Yeah, but weeks. can you rely on that? I've, I've been there as a, as, a, as a team and I've seen players play good for 10 games yeah, and yeah. you think, do you know, yeah. we've said to Wenger, actually, yeah. you're all right. You know, yeah. leave Cochrane. Yeah, yeah. Leave Cochrane yeah. in that midfield. Yeah, Whatever you can improve, you should improve. Yeah. I personally think, you lose Van Dijk, you go back to that team that was conceding them not so soon. Liverpool should go and get delete. Yeah, go and improve your centre, improve centre-back. Mm. improve midfield and get someone in that front three no, and but can I say something you see that the um, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong here but there was a graphic showing that, that before Van Dijk come there was an improvement in their defensive um, solidity just before he came so yeah. it wasn't just a Van Dijk yeah, obviously oh, he came definitely. and then he just put it to like a different level but it's also like they clocked on that Okay, we need to be a bit more but solid he, and leading he, he up to the game. He brings that fear factor as well. Of like course. When, yeah. when he's on the pitch, you know that, right? So long there, yeah. So yeah. Long there, but, yeah. And you need that. Get it's, you know, it's, it's almost like Man United <laughs> saying, right, we've got Rio Ferdinand, let's yeah. not buy Vidic. Yeah. They went out yeah, and bought Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Right. That's what you've got to do. Budge, if you ask me where the Liverpool strengthen, okay, mm-hmm. they need, obviously, they need a replacement for Robertson so you can give him more rest period because he's been playing every single game. I would say they also need maybe a wide forward in place of like a Mane or Salah so you can rest them where you need to rest yeah, them. Yeah. So I think they've been talking about Julian Brandt. I think I he's like available so for much, he's available yeah, for I decent money. So he's in that kind of Fakir kind of like number 10. I think that's an avenue Liverpool should pursue and I don't think they're going to get a forward to replace um, Firmino because they're already talking about Rian Brewster. He's going to get promoted to the oh, first good. team. Yeah. They've got some yeah. high hopes yeah. for him. Oh, yeah, they've yeah. got some high hopes for him. So maybe when Firmino needs a rest, you oh, alternate. He's 18. Yeah, I'm sure. 18, 19, yeah, 18. Yeah. What about um, Harry Wilson? I'm not sure. He's been doing well at Derby. And, and but Ben Woodburn as well. Yeah. I think Ben Woodburn's a bit lower down the peck. And I think Harry Wilson, I think they've got some high hopes for him. Maybe he can come back to but Liverpool. This is what I'm saying. When I, when I, um, like I watched both of them play and I thought, okay, Ben mm. Woodburn's a bit of a better player. I mean, mm. Harry Wilson has got that a bit more kind of like magic if, he's, yeah. if I can say it like yeah. it's more like obvious that mm. yeah this guy but I think he's a bit more inconsistent than someone like Ben Woodburn you think so yeah but, ben but Woodburn. that's in limited viewing and stuff mm. like that innit? so I have he, to say that but I definitely think I would I would I would put um, more money on Ben Woodburn having a better career than Harry you Wilson you think so Harry, I think Harry Wilson mm has like a high chance of being an excellent championship player mm. and not being more than that. Mm, because Ben Woodburn, he had like a peculiar spell at Sheffield United. He didn't get games, so you're wondering why Why is that? Is, I, 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 I'm always kind of sceptical at those kind of stuff because it's like sometimes you see talented players and it mm. goes, they go somewhere and it doesn't work out. Mm. And you never know why. Because it was like, for example, when Gnabry went on loan to West Brom, yeah, mm. everybody lost all hope yeah, yeah, for some reason. Yeah. And it just turned out Mammon was a prick. Mm. Like Pulis was a prick. That's, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, we that's know about Pulis. But yeah. then you had people when he came back. Everybody's mm. like, "No, nah, this guy's not this." And it, and it, it wasn't that. The guy's got the talent. The guy's got the attitude. The guy's got everything. Mm. But this manager, for example, yeah, it's true. It's true. And it's and true. I was speaking to my friend the other day. He's a coach here, yeah? and he said sometimes managers, for whatever reason, they just don't want you. Like yeah. I don't know why. Mm. He was mm. there was a player there, and it was like, right, he's not going to play him. Mm. And when he, I think it was a game against the first team or something, he was going to play him. But instead of playing him centre mid, he played him right back to, to make him look shit. Okay, so yeah, like, yeah. Managers have things, different yeah, agendas. Sometimes managers are bastards. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We always got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Mourinho. <laughs> like, Mourinho's mm-hmm. a top bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Fair play. Okay, so to round this one off really quickly, realistically, just I just want you to give me a figure. How much do you think Liverpool need to spend this coming summer? 130 mil. 130 mil, yeah. realistically. Fair play, okay. How much? Mm. Just off, 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 off the top of your head, how much do you think realistically Liverpool need to spend this summer to strengthen that team? 150 mil. 115 mm. or 50? 50. 150 mil. I think they need three players. And I think maybe yeah, I think three players. I'm I'm saying 150 mil as well. 150 mil. My goodness, man. But then again, I say Julian Brandt. He's available for 25 million. You so, can do something really and indeed. Yeah. Mm. That guy, man. No, what are you stupid? Give me criterion a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's let let's let's move on now. We we've discussed um, the the title race. Now let's go and and, and look at the top four. So a quick roundup of the um, the results today with with the, the the teams that were fighting for the top four. Um, Chelsea drew nil nil away at um, Leicester. Spurs drew two two at home to Everton. Mm. United lost two nil at home. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm bells are ringing. Alarm bells are ringing. Only at the will, you know. <laughs> And to get 12 points on his license, <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, Arsenal won um, 3 1 away at Burnley. Stupid club. So, <laughs> so, the question that I want to ask all of you guys is if we look at all of those teams, we look at Chelsea, Spurs, United, and Arsenal. Let's, let's go back to the start of the season and what the expectations were of each of those teams, where they would finish, what they would um, amass to, what they would achieve come the end of the season and we fast forward now obviously to, to now at the end of the season which one of those teams do you guys feel are the the, the biggest underachievers united united, united. they were second and, okay, and why they were second why? last season mm-hmm. with you know they got similar playing stuff and they end up six so what's happened we need to find out why the drop What's happened? It's so a big inquest. Yeah, there needs to be a massive, massive inquest <laughs> yeah, to go inquest. from second to six. To I know last Oli, season. I, I'm, just to hire Oli alone is, is the biggest underachievement. See, see with Man United, well. yeah, I think that club, yeah, they're just they're just guessing as they go. They are. They're hundred percent. They have no idea. So you think they're winging the job? They are winging it from Edward Wood to top to bottom. No I one knows what they're doing. Fan polls. I think that's yeah. what No one knows what they're doing. Honestly, you know what the problem is in Man United? You know when you're a club that makes so much money, yeah. mm-hmm. you can More get away with making so yeah, many yeah, mistakes yeah, yeah, yeah. and they can continue to make mistakes. Yeah. Like everyone at the club, everyone with a brain could have said, do not give Ole Gunnar Solskjaer this You think so? I thought, yeah. I thought, you know, the fans... Everyone the knows. You know, as soon as... When 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 a manager leaves a club, mm. there's going to be an immediate good feel-good factor. Of course. Yeah. Everyone, Especially every, a manager like Mourinho. Yeah, exactly. Especially the way Mourinho mm. treats players mm. and his attitude yeah. and his demeanour and everything. Yep. As soon as he left, whoever I could have went there and they would have won games. 100%. <laughs> yeah, was, 100%. If, even if it was one, two, three games, I could have went there you and won games. It's like, you know, like when the, um, when the, uh, the teacher... Um, the supply teacher comes in and he lets yeah. you lot play around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. The supply teacher came in and he said, you know what? You lot just do what you like. Paint your um, paint your colouring books for 10 days. Mm. It's fine. So they went on and it looked good and everyone looked nice. But when you actually watch them, you see when you actually watch them, you kept saying to yourself, this team's kind of lucky, you know? Yeah. Like they're getting had up by everyone here. XYZ, yeah, yeah. Then the XYZ, like literally, they're getting had up by everyone. So we, I said it from time. This team don't look good, but 
United fans were convinced. They were like, I've got a few United fans in our group chat, you know, yeah, Boss yeah, and yeah, Ify. Yeah. They were telling us, nah, man, can't you see the fullbacks yeah, are moving forward now? So, 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 uh, so what are you guys trying to say? Oli out? Oli should have never in. been given the job. Oli in because I want them to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be honest, like, today's result was a big alarm bell. I mean, the last two games, Huddersfield and Cardiff, and they've mustered up a point. I've guys, been a big, I've been a big Cardiff advocate. Guys, I've, is, I've been a big advocate of Oli. And today, I mean, I was a hundred percent Oli in, and it's been it's beginning to wear a bit thin nah, because you, you when you're is, when you're sorry when you're assessing managers, yeah, you have to look at two things, innit? You look at performances, and then you look at results. Mm-hmm. If you look at the performances, and the performances are good, and you're doing the right things, but you might be unlucky, then you can say, "All right, cool, I'll give this man a chance," innit? Cool. When the performances are shit and the results are shit, you got to get man out of there because there's no hope of you turning yep. it around. Yep. Then there's times where the performances are shit and then the results are good and you know that you're you're lucky mm-hmm. and how long is this luck gonna last for? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you when you look at when you looked at Oli, you looked at him and I was like, I was like, right, this guy is really getting him to do things and then mm-hmm. you start watching a bit more and you're like, nah, nah, nah. This this guy hasn't really he hasn't really done nothing. Mm-hmm. And remember that like, we had this conversation about Marco Silva. Mm-hmm. See with Marco Silva. I always give Marco Silva his credit because when I was, when he went to Everton, mm. although they was getting big uh, bad results, I could see him trying to implement yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I could see, okay, this would work, and maybe if this guy wasn't a, a drunkard, <laughs> that would not happen. And I see what yeah, they're trying to yeah, do, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like Oli, he actually went there and said, all right, Pogba. <laughs> Literally. You get what I'm doing? Literally. And because Pogba's got so much talent, he could do that. Yeah, He's a match yeah, winner. He yeah, could do that, innit? Yeah. But you see, with someone like Pogba, He's never ever gonna be consistently gonna give you that yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not in his mentality, it's not in his makeup, in it. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a hair today, gone tomorrow kind of guy, in it. Yeah. So when you put all your eggs in that kind of basket, and then you kind of taken a little bit of those eggs away, yeah, when you started to be yeah. serious with him, when you've got the job, you're you're fucked, in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's basically yeah. what happened. You're so what are you trying to say, Ollie out now? Yeah, hundred percent. If they, no, if, I think no, this no, what I'm talking. If they had any sense, they would mm. sack him because the guy mm. is clueless. Come on, no, think... no, the guy he should be working in a petrol what, station. What? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? What you need to what you need to understand is that for Manchester United, the expectation at that club is they need to be challenging for the title. Of course. So is Oli gonna social? going to be any is he going to be able to put a glove on Klopp and Pep has he improved any he needs to be given the opportunity we saw with Pep he got his opportunity at Barcelona. Wait, no, he, pro- no, no. he proved he's waiting. But Pep Let- is an anomaly. No, 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 no. no, no we're not going to no, no, put Pep no, and Oli no. in the same conversation. No, no, no. You're not letting me land I'm here. I'm sorry. I'll land, land, land. But I just want to say no. Before you start, I want to say this no. This is what I'm saying. Sorry, this is a microcosm of society. You've given him a new contract. Six games. It doesn't go well. Get him out of the joint. Let the man have a few windows to get his feet under the table. He's going to weed out some of these dead woods. I mean, there's a lot of players, their names on the chopping blocks. And as I said last week, they're putting a big fat cross by their names. And Man United, they've got the money to react. Mm. Let Oli have a free season and let's see what he can do because this season's gone out of a wimp. I mean, losing at home to Cardiff, that's as bad as it gets. They're basement boys. They're the (laughs) second second worst team in the league. And to not be able to beat Huddersfield away from home. I mean, it's embarrassing. But Oli has to take some blame for this. Because some, he, yeah. he's at the helm. But I'm more... If you're talking about manager and players, I'm more 75% towards the players. Okay. Because yeah. the players have the ability and they're not administering their ability. Yeah, I know right. it's the manager's job 
to get the best out of them. But sometimes, as a player, you gotta have professional pride yeah, yeah. and play for the shirt. So Oli can't control that. But hold on, how can you have professional pride if you've been given no instructions how to display your professional pride? For example, see, see, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like agree with Dej here in the sense that. We've seen these players under two managers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the results have been quite similar. So I have to kind they of... They haven't been quite similar. They, they have. haven't. They're mm-hmm. sixth now. And under Mourinho last season... They, they were, were second. Mm-hmm. But but uh, for Mourinho Mourinho first left season, them in sixth. Mourinho got first season, yeah, they also okay. finished sixth. I mean, sixth. He, was, he was going for the Europa League, but I... I yeah, I like, like that. This, mm-hmm. this might be as good as it gets with these, these set of players. And they might just not be good enough. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As much as Oli's not great, these players might just not be good enough. No, mm-hmm. but also, but... Look at the age of these players, yeah? Some of these players, there's room for improvement. Mm. Why are they not improvement? Why are they not improving? You've got these players here. Yeah, yeah. Who has improved mm. since Oli's been there? What is, what is Oli showing? Luke Shaw. Like, Luke Shaw is definitely... <laughs> Luke Shaw. <laughs> Look, okay, of course, <laughs> in the last... The game last week where you struggled to get back. I can't remember. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And he was putting his, his BBW leg in the air to try and cut him off. In the last few weeks, in the last few weeks, he's gone off the ball, yes. No, but no, since no, Oli no, came in, difference. there was a bounce effect. Yes, that's the best new manager, but mm. you can get that at, at Cardiff if you sack the manager. You have to and, and he's improved thing. Scott McTominay. He's coming back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm clutching that straw. I'm clutching that straws. But what I'm trying to say, give the man time. No, it's he not deserve time. Some managers just don't. Why doesn't he deserve time? time? Why does he shit? How do you know he shit? Because I've seen him. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. What in his career has told you he is not shit? Please, this is what I'm saying. Let's not write what managers the, off before no, they've begun. I just want, I just you need the opportunity to show yeah, what he's had the do. opportunity. He's had the opportunity. He had the opportunity at Cardiff when he was there last time. He's had the so, opportunity. So now. you're trying to say he's Hold failed on. the audition? Hold on. Yeah, he has failed. No, I don't. No, no, no. You know what it is, yeah? He's done He's done this little little thing where he's put makeup on. Put makeup on a gorilla. And he's like, the gorilla. And then everybody's like, oh, that gorilla. Get me probably put a Snapchat filter on the gorilla and that. So basically, you're saying. Gorilla was all right, you get me? Yeah. So basically, you're saying he's putting. Snapchat filter came off, and I see you. It was a gorilla, innit? So basically, what, what you're trying to say is he's putting glitter on poo. Yeah. That's, that's what he's trying to say. He's done. And, and you know what it is? It's, uh, there's definitely there's a, a large percentage on the players as well. Mm. But there's also, you cannot do anything with a manager like Oli. So it's, it's twofold, isn't it? You have to get a good manager. The first mm. thing you have to do with Man United is get a good manager. I think then it starts. Focus uh, on the, I no. think it starts a level above that. Ed Woodward yeah. has got to take some questions because of the recruitment. Ed Woodward. So I'm talking about things that people like that can mm. do because mm. realistically, mm. no one can do nothing about Ed Woodward. Mm. Ed Woodward can do something about everybody else. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Yeah. So, so who can he get in Oli, charge then? Oli, get Oli out. Number one, don't mm. even let him pack his bags. <laughs> <laughs> let someone come and pack them for him. Mm. You need to go and get someone like Poch. Get Poch in and then let Poch run rule over the That's the not going to be easy, though. It is. They've got How's money. It, is it, is it going to be that money. difficult with the money Manchester United has? Like, it's not... Tottenham. Negotiating with Daniel Levy. They've got 50 million for Fred. Let me tell you something. Man United wasted, 50, like you said, 50 mil on Fred, 90 mil on Pogba. If Man United really so want a manager, they will go there and give um, uh, Daniel Levy... Um, 25 30 mil and say look give us this manager they've got enough money to they've do that like, they can do that and that will be the sensible thing for manchester united to you do. need a mm. good Liter- manager literally tell tell ollie do you know what it was a mistake <laughs> giving you this contract mm. my brother 
Cheers. Nice game. Go back to Molday, fam. Go back to Norway. I think that's a hardline approach. It is, but Man United are not in a position to be risking. The guy's rubbish. What I will say is this summer is a big, big summer for Man United. We've seen the levels that City and Liverpool have hit. And it should start get it wrong this summer. I disagree. What's that guy from Swansea? The winger. I'm telling you, you see Man United, yeah, it's all, they're running some old boys club where it's all about Feeling how yeah. you used to feel, and the other oh, the, the emotions that's the biggest and the worst thing Man United have done. Sense. They don't have no strategy. It's not like you mm. see that like Bayern when they go and get people in from that's played for the club and that's mm. one stuff for the club, mm. they do it with sense. They're mm. like, What can this guy where can mm. we put him in? Okay, mm. he's in here now, he don't really suit here. We might have to bin him or we move him here. Okay, he's good here, we can stay here. Mm. They look at another guy and they're like, Okay. No, not with United. It's just like, okay, yeah, you scored Definitely. in the cup final that year. Come back here, yeah. Oh, what Rio Ferdinand, you're jobless right now. Come on, there. We'll just give yeah. you something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Man United, they need to appoint the best people for the job. Yep. And at that moment, Oli was and the best man for the, the job. You, the easiest thing you can At the moment when they appointed him, he right was the now. best man for the job. I don't think so. So, who was the best man for the job? No, He's he, going to come he, mid season. Hold on. Okay, cool. Because they were appointing him. To oh, the end of the season, it should have it yeah, should have been what he, sh- he signed up to exactly, be. Exactly, exactly. That's mm. what they should have done. Fair play. Okay, I, I think uh, at least we can say unanimously that when we ask the question about the team that's underperformed against expectations, everyone's in agreement at least that it is United. I want to yeah. talk about. Sorry, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to mm. flip it on its head. That question though, and I want to ask: given the expectations at the start of the season of those teams that we we just mentioned. Which team has overperformed versus expectations? Liverpool. I would say no, Liverpool. No, no, no. Out of the top four. Outside the top four. In the top four. In the top four. So the teams that were fighting Spurs, for top four. So Spurs, Chelsea, hmm. United, Arsenal. Arsenal. Out of those oh, four teams. Easy. Tottenham. Which ones do you think? Tottenham. Uh, they haven't spent. I'd say Tottenham. I'd say Tottenham. Is it purely just because of the fact that they haven't invested? For me, the lack of investment is a big thing. Everyone else everyone else around them and the injuries is the second thing. They lost Kane for a period of season. Ali's been off the ball this season. How the world's going. How the world's going. They lost Dembele halfway through the season, didn't they? So for Potts to be able to make top four with um, that team and all the players he's lost I think he deserves a lot of credit and also they're in the Champions League final so they deserve a massive amount of credit for um, the season they've had he, I when, at the start of the season um, anyone can check I said Tottenham are most at risk of falling out the top four mm-hmm. um, but they've they done really well and they should have if, if everyone if, if people had their senses the yeah. yeah they would have but to, to, to stay in the top four spending no money and being in the Champions League final fa- it's a fantastic season like that as well. yeah losing Kane as well it's a fantastic season so they've done really well man mm. Mm, I, I would agree with that Tottenham mm. I mean lack of investment and Pochettino I'm a big fan of his as a manager mm. he knows how to coach players and get the best out of them he cultivates a winning the mentality Definitely, mm. I, I, I think the top two is the best manager out of the rest. Mm. Definitely, yeah. can say that, like, and I like what he hasn't he's, won no trophies. Mm. So all of that stupid stuff about he hasn't won trophy, mm. because stop using that as a way to gauge managers. Mm. And and I like what he's done this week. Um, in the media, he's not committed. You know, he's playing possum. He hasn't committed his future to Tottenham. Mm. He said to Daniel Levy that look, look what I've achieved. 
I want to be experiencing more of this and I need investment to do that. So he's taking his position of power, which is at the highest point, and he's using it in a good way to say, you know what, Daniel Levy, if you want me at this club, show me the money. Mm-hmm. And because I can't work magic and miracles, this might not happen or it will not happen next season without investment. So definitely he's done the most overachieving job with what he's been able to get out of this Tottenham squad that's bare on its bone. So yeah, getting to a Champions League final, producing that miracle against Ajax, mm-hmm. doing what he's done and let's not forget the position Tottenham were in in the Champions League mm-hmm. going to Barcelona the yeah. last they were almost out so to yeah. get through that sticky situation to find themselves in the Champions League final all power and all credit to Pochettino yeah I think and of course it is very interesting if if they do uh, win the Champions League it will be their first no. they <laughs> cannot <laughs> Tottenham <laughs> cannot win that Champions League I will first, not first Arsenal will be finished season. I will not talk about football ever again if Tottenham win that Champions League I'll be I'll be finished because ultimately what it does is it basically writes off every argument that Arsenal have had in terms of lack of investment new stadium all that sort of stuff it, Nah, it does. It does. It wraps up. It does. It kind of and kind of not as well because we're, we're, we're actually forgetting that they still have like a forty mil centre back. Yeah, and then Lucas Moura cost twenty seven yeah, million. You know what? They, it's not that like was like eighteen, twenty four no, months ago. No, but that's still that's still investment. No, but listen, it wasn't listen, seven no, mil from no. some league two side. Do you know why it does? Do you know why it wraps it off? Because what they've done is they've held on to what they've had and not spent money. Whereas our strategy was sell what you've got. Yeah, but they haven't entered that. This is what yeah, I'm saying. No, they're they're in a they, different stage they, of yeah. their of their and, stadium and, and, build. And if we got into the Champions League final the very first season at joining the Emirates, we would be like, yeah, we, we, was, we joined Definitely. the season before. Yeah, but it was we the season there. before. It was season before, but yeah. We, yeah but and when we saw if they win it, if they win it, we're finished. Yeah, we are finished. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. There's no argument. The time period is a bit different. They enter into their difficult phase where we was actually fully like into their our difficult phase where no yeah, Tino's come out and said he doesn't want it to be a difficult phase. He's asking for the money. He's not saying it's not happening. He needs to just. Then he's probably going. Apparently, he's asked. Um, he might be going to Juventus. Unless man can rub two coppers together and get a bath. Fair point. Um, I wanted us to move on now, and I wanted us to basically discuss the um, the best of the rest, basically. So the underdogs of the season. We 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 saw a, a fantastic and phenomenal season uh, from from Wolves. They did the unthinkable. I think no one would have, um, at the start of the season, said that they would have uh, turned in the performances that they did and, and finished where they, when they, where they ended up finishing. And the, the teams that I want us to discuss now, I think it's, it's interesting because there's a blend and mixture of, of different things. So you, they have uh, good managers. They have um, uh, owners that, are, that seem, are seemingly willing to invest. Um, some of them have in, like exciting young talent and, and already good brands and styles of football. So they have the ingredients to do well next season. And so my question is, amongst these teams that I'm going to list, which one you feel is going to have the best season out of them and why you think that is? So, so that, that list is um, Leicester, is Wolves, of course, Everton, Newcastle, Southampton and West Ham. Out of like I said, it, there's a blend there. So some have more, some have more boxes ticked than others. But generally uh, across the board, you have money that that is likely to be invested this summer. You have managers that have a philosophy and a a, 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 a style of football that they're implementing and, and they're running in their teams. 
Um, and they, and they, you know, you have you have a, a few very interesting young talents sprinkled across that 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 that, that uh, group of clubs. So, in your opinion, who do you feel are the most exciting and most likely to do well next season? I, don't mm, I would say. I really like the Southampton manager, Ralph Hassanhuttle, mm-hmm. to do what he's done with a bare bones of a squad that he's been handed to him. I think give him some money, back him. I think he can produce something remarkable. Mm-hmm. When we look at his style of play, similar to what the top teams are producing, mm-hmm. but they've just got lesser players. So if you can get players to, I'm not saying the top, top level, but even if it's three quarters of that or half of that, mm-hmm. I think his team's going to explode next season. And that, yeah, I think he can do well. Like he's shown from his time in Germany with Leipzig, you know, I think they finished runners up or third. Mm. He showed, you know, what he's about. And I think given the right circumstances with regards to financial investment and financial outlay, I believe that he's, you know, going to produce a side that can, you know, deliver seven, yeah, maybe eighth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I believe. Fair play. MK, what, what about you? What are your um, I think um, Leicester. Of the team to watch next season. Okay. Um, I feel like with Brendan Rodgers, he's mm-hmm. gonna implement a very um, enjoyable style of football to watch. And he always, he seems he, like he's he, already he, started. Yeah, right? yeah. And, you know, they're, they're enjoyable to watch right now. And yeah. Leicester are actually prone to spending money as well. They they yeah. back their manager. Yeah. So yeah. I think with the results he's got in the back end of the season, I think he played um, us, um, mm. City, and Chelsea yeah. in the last three mm-hmm. games, and he mm-hmm. got four points out of nine. Only conceded one goal. Yeah. That was the remarkable Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like they're going to be a very, very strong team to watch. Obviously, Rogers Wolves, is a good manager. Yeah, he he's, he's a good coach. Yeah. I don't Do you think, think he's a good manager? I think he's yeah. a good coach, not a great manager. I think I, the jury's still out. That's, that's actually a good point. I think still. he's a, a good, good coach, coach, not a great manager. manager. As in, he's a sort of player. he's got a ceiling as well. Yeah, I think he's a sort of person that where he is now, he's going to take them to six or seven. Yeah, yeah. But if you took him to a top club where he's got to deal with personalities and egos, that's where he would fail. Because he's not a manager. Yeah, he's got that kind of chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he's a coach. No, what was interesting is we had Frank Newborn on the show recently and he said he's actually been coached by Brendan Rodgers and he said, oh, he's a top, top manager. Mm. He wants to know about you, your family, gets into your head. So he builds that personal rapport. But I think that goes back to your fact saying he's a good coach. Yeah. Maybe Because not everyone yeah. responds to that. How long, ago, to how long yeah. ago was yeah. he coached by him as well? Because yeah. you've got to remember, sometimes you meet people on different stages of their journey. Yeah. Okay. So when he was maybe yeah. like an under like 15 or under 21 exactly. coach, and he's going to be different than when he's actually like a proper manager. Exactly. And, and, and that's why it works because you're dealing with big egos. Like yeah. if you can't go to Paul Pogba and be like, yo, how's your mum? Like it's not gonna work. No, no, no. You can't. No, no. But you can't. You can't. Like for example, there's a clip here where he's badding up Sterling. Yeah. If you did that to next man, I would be like, what? Exactly. That's interesting. That's interesting because Glenn Johnson previously came out. I think maybe two months ago. I think Rogers played a game. Like I've got three cards or three envelopes, and there's some names in these envelopes. And these three people are going to let us down or something. And Glenn Johnson said, like, the senior pros were thinking, well, what's this what, guy yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. It works for the it's, youngers. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's not going to work it's for the them. levels as much like David Moyes. You see, when he went to Man United and he was yeah. trying to do that shit he did at Everton, yeah. it's not going to work. Of Man course. don't care about all of, of that course. stuff. Man's different levels. Man's of different course. I remember, of course. I remember reading something about, um, I think it was a quote from Ferdinand was saying, he was showing me videos from Jack Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I I think when when Rogers butts people like that, yeah, like Ralph actually done something yeah. in my life, like, and that's why and that's here. why he's a coach and not a manager. Yeah, and that's why yeah. maybe Leicester's a bit 
bit of a perfect, perfect match. Yeah, I, know, I know they won the Premier League, yeah, but, but I think the players will still nothing. take to his ideas. Yeah. And yeah. I think that a key thing as well, I, when, I, when I look at the uh, talented young players, I feel like they have the, the best handful of, of those young yeah. players yeah. in Ben Chilwell, mm. in Madison, in Didi. In Didi. Mm. And you know what? I saw a stat today. He, two years running he's now, sick. he's, 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 um, He's what's it called? Had made the most tackles in the Premier League Mm. last season with 138, and this season with 144. Very underrated. Do you know what? A bit of a a side note, yeah. This, Mm. this, this, this. Um, when I saw this stat, it made me think. So when you look at a stat like that, right? He obviously he plays in. uh, He's a holding midfield, defensive Mm. midfielder, right? He's got two two seasons on the bounce where he's made the most tackles. Is 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 a stat like that enough for you to think? Like okay, now this no. guy must be a top no. defensive midfielder. Or in some instances, are certain stats like misleading? Yeah. And the reason why I ask that is because I also remember in previous seasons, I think in the t- in the twilight of Maldini's career, when they looked at stats, he um, was one of the defenders wh- who actually made like the least number of tackles. Yeah. But when they did a bit more of a deep analysis into his his style of play, it was it was it was because he, he he made more interceptions. Mm-hmm. His position his positional play was a lot better. So when we look at stats like this, in some regard. Is it a bit misleading? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You can't take stats in isolation. Yeah, you either have to take a group of stats, or you've got to provide context when you're using the stats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't. Someone just can't say, "Yeah, this guy he's done fifty tackles and there," and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, he's a good player." I've got to see yeah. him doing those tackles and what kind of position he is when he's doing those tackles. Because mm. if you're flying, bloody, <laughs> just flying off the bloody touchline trying yeah. to tackle man and doing all of that shit, yeah, yeah and you've yeah, left your position yeah. vacant. So yeah, you've made all those tackles, but mm. you've left well, you your team open. Why was going to go make all those tackles? The context, that's mm. it. Yeah, mm. fair point, man. Like I said, it was it was a bit of a side note, but I thought I'd uh, I'd, I'd I'd add that into there, man, and just um, hear your thoughts on it. Um, Roman, we didn't get your 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 view on on out of that team that that that, that group of teams. Um, who you feel are likely to be most uh, successful next season? Um, I, w- I would probably say Leicester, but I actually want to give um, a shout out to both Everton and um, Wolves because mm. you see what Wolves have done this season, mm. they've shown that they're ready to mix it with the big yeah, boys because, yeah. I mean, they got the third most points out of, from the big six. I think so. Yeah, they got the third most points and that's more than Arsenal, Chelsea, everybody else. It's just Liverpool and and, and I don't even think they was that far off Liverpool if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or maybe they were and they weren't and there was just a couple of points ahead of us. Anyway, but they've shown that they can mix with the big boys. They've got that kind of connection where they can get talented players and stuff like that. They've got a good Mm. manager and um, I want to give a shout out to Yotta as well because I think he's quite underrated. Honestly, I think he's he's actually a very quality player. Um, Ruben Neves and he's young as well yeah. he's going to be at 22 mm. so, so the, the, I, I, mm. I think they've got a good basis to kick but on but from the, the thing with Wolves though I think breaking down those smaller teams it's alright playing the big six or yeah. whatever but you're going to play more times against the lower teams so yeah. but that's obviously of, stages in development isn't it so, I, yes I, yeah. I, I, I mean, they just got promoted last season so yeah. we've got to remember that mm. they've Do got promoted what? they'll build on that and then they'll kick on I'm not, I'm not sold on Wolves yet because I feel like a lot of teams haven't figured them out yet but when 
teams figure out how to beat them, can they respond? Yes. So I'm not sure on them. But right now, that, that counter-attacking style where they put mm. three man at the back and hit you via wing-backs, someone's going to figure out how to stop that. And mm. then that's when it's going to be the real test of um, the manager. I agree. Say, you know, how good is this manager? How, mm. you know, what, what is he really on? So mm. that's when I'm going to be mm. a test to them. Definitely, so. I agree. Right now, they're a bit of a novelty. People yeah. are like, hmm, how do you figure out? Oh, this yeah. is interesting. But next season, usually like a second season syndrome mm. kicks in. Yeah. So how are they going to adjust to that? That's and also adjust to these lower teams, the the lesser teams, if you like. How are they going to adjust to their style of play when they have to keep the ball? Are they going to go out and invest in a creative midfielder to unlock those doors? Mm. So mm. their story is going to be interesting, you know, adding to the caveat that they've got, you know, Jorge Mendes and the Chinese money. So really intrigued. They should kick on, but it's going to be interesting, be interesting to see yeah. Yeah, how their story um, develops. Fair point, man. Now, I, I want us to move on um, away from the Premier League and look at things on a, um, on, on a more European yes. scale. Yes. Uh, and review I think we, we, we there's no way that we can't um, yes. uh, like not review mm. um the, the the Champions League semi finals just because they literally had everything uh, um, what a week. What fair, a week of know, football. Fair, fairy tales, man. I um, six. and yeah. the thing about it is especially when you look at the, the, obviously the, the the result between Liverpool and Barcelona, you're thinking Okay, yeah, that, that that's it. There's, no, there's, that there's not going to have any more. Um, there's not going to be any more mm. interesting stories. Mm. Like the, the and thing then, about and then, mm. and then and then um, Tottenham respond as well. Mm. So I, okay, let's 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 dissect this. Let's start. Let's start with the Liverpool and mm. Barca game. The, the right. thing about football, it should allow you to enjoy the full array of emotions: yeah. joy, happiness, desperation. Yeah. You know, and these two games had all of that in abundance. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, we're going to start off with the Liverpool-Barcelona game. I mean, it, I wouldn't say it was impossible, mm-hmm. but it was improbable. And, you yeah. know, when, before the game, I was speaking to a lot of Liverpool fans. We were, like, kind of saying, you know what, don't worry. Next season, we'll go again. We kind of writ off the Champions League as mm-hmm. a viable option. And, obviously, we thought City were going to beat Brighton, which they did. Mm-hmm. We never vouched that this team could, you know, turn over Barcelona. I said they had a 10% chance and... For them to do it is remarkable. I mean, the first half, you know, Liverpool were, they had their tails, you know, between their legs. They were very, very dominant. Mm. They were pressing, hurrying Barcelona. You know, Divo Carigi got that early goal, then you're thinking, yeah, something special might happen. Mm-hmm. Then we'll put in pressure. Barcelona had, you know, chances to kill off the game. Mm. Suarez had a chance. Coutinho had a chance. Jordi Alba had a chance. They didn't do it. Then we get the second, and I'm thinking, you know what? Something special is going to happen there. I was speaking to our, um, Spanish correspondent and he was shaking on his phone yeah. you know he's thinking that yeah you know what stop messaging me we're in a bit of trouble <laughs> so then we got the third then I knew yeah we're going to crack this because in those type of games when you have momentum like that yeah. it's only going to go one way and so. you know Liverpool completed the job and I mentioned why I thought Liverpool had a 10% chance and that was because of Anfield and because they've got good players. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you're attacking that Anfield end, it's like the, the goal, the copping just swallows the, the ball into the net. Mm-hmm. And that's what we saw. You know, Liverpool attacking at will, scoring goals and Barcelona caved in. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to look at it from a Barcelona perspective, I mean, they're wearing yellow shirts and... If you look what yellow means, it means half-willed, yeah, half-hearted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they rolled up to Anfield as if, you know, it doesn't matter if we lose. We're yeah, going to wear, yeah, wear our slippers and our silk pyjamas. Yeah. We'll play a bit of football. <laughs> we're going to be in the final. You know, it doesn't matter. Let's lose 3-1. We're going to score. Yeah. And that attitude, 
you know, it didn't pay off because Liverpool were all about fight, harrying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Trent Alexander-Arnold, you know, encapsulated that with one of the goals. I think he lost the ball, then he robbed Alba, then he whipped it in. Then I think we scored. So that, that game was so breathtaking. And that's why I love yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Nights like that. Nights like that. And another question, just finally before I round up. When are we going to start talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold in the same vein as someone like Mbappe? I mean, Trent Alexander-Arnold, this is going to be second Champions League final in a row. I know Mbappe scores goals at the highest level, but Trent Alexander-Arnold performs at the highest level. So I wanted to just roll out the question to you lot. If we're going to compare both of them in terms of generational talents, is that a viable comparison or do you guys have some issues with it? Uh, um, first of all, uh, so I'll do the Mbappe thing first. He, um, he's a bit further back from Mbappe because because <clears throat> Because Mbappe is <laughs> what Mbappe did at that World Cup, yeah, mm. was actually like a fucking madness. <laughs> like, let's mm. be honest, his first season, yeah, and what he did at that World Cup was actually like a fucking madness. Like, mm-hmm. Let's be honest, and remember, like Mbappe's a striker, like like yeah. um, TA is a right back in it. Yeah, but so, look what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. doing. He's a sick right back. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but he's still a right back. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like. Is he a generational talent? I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't say generational because he's a right but back. Look at what he's doing. The you numbers find, he's I'm telling you right now, yeah. Mm. You can find a good right back like any day of the week. I think um, honestly, look I think at the age. Make, look at I the age. Think, I can mm. think you can make good right backs quite often mm. Mm. if you if you pick the right player and 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 coach them correctly. It doesn't even have to be someone that's a right back now. It can be mm. someone that's a centre mid. Mm. Someone that's that's mm. in another position. Mm. You can make right backs mm. more often than you can make what. No one. I think you're besmirching Trent's achievements. Look no, what he's, he's done. Sick. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm shitting on my man's parade because mm. what he's done is sick. Mm-hmm. But I still want. I still want. I still think that man should just slow our horses a bit on what man's doing in it because going we forward, can't we have to we get have carried to, away no no we have to because it's to like get... you are a sick player in it mm. but there's sick player and then there's Mbappe level which is like generation I don't think there's no Je- Mbappe's talking with Messi and them kind of boys that's the kind of level because he's an attacker yeah, so no, when no, we talk even, about the best no, right no, backs in the I'm world t- I'm telling you about in like generational talents whether it's defender okay, whatever okay. Yeah, yeah. he's in like a Maldini you see them kind of man he's mm. in that kind of like upper echelons there mm. right now TAA is just a very sick player that's young. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I think so. It's I like, like with Dele Alley and then Mande. Mm. You're very sick players that are young mm. in it. So, but I would slow my horses on them because mm. you haven't you haven't shown me you haven't shown me it yet. I don't L- know if that makes sense. Let, you haven't shown me let, it. let Trent learn how to defend. Yeah, like, you haven't and shown then me. Then we can have a, a conversation about he's him. He's a bit being, wet behind the ears. Yeah, we know that. He's let still him, learning the game. You're basically like what Ox would have been if he played right back. Yeah, Let's like honest, going like, forward, he's amazing and his tech his is, technique is, is a joke. It's crazy. But I mean, he can't that, defend. Look at that corner. I mean, to have the presence of mind, yeah, no, innocence of you. Listen, as a young player, like what Ruan's saying, as a young player, he's a dope young player. Player, yeah. mm. But in terms of generational talent, he's not complete yet. Mbappe is a complete player. Generational mm. talent. I think he's a very sick young player. Yeah, I th- I Mbappe. Think if we look at Mbappe, you can't hobby. even say anything he lacks. Mbappe reminds me of Messi in the sense that he was 19 and he, he already looked. You're like world class. Player. You're world class at 19. I don't yeah. think you can say. Yeah. I don't think you can say that. He's top class. He's top. He's yeah, top class young player. Definitely. You just had to stop there and say he's top class. 
He's not world class then, isn't it? Mbappe yeah. was world class as soon as he touched the pitch. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but the thing with Trent, I think most of the other things that he lacks right now will come with experience. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and that's what makes him a sick young player, yeah, not, a not a generational talent. Because you can't say, like, this is a player that stepped on the pitch and since day one he's been bossing his What's position. It, yeah. This is what Messi and Mbappe are doing. Mbappe's mm. numbers. Do you get what I'm saying? Mbappe's numbers are up there with Neymar. Mm. And as soon as he stepped on the pitch, it was different. So, how would you guys assess the game? The the miracle of Anfield. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was, sorry, I was, yeah, I was in the middle of that. Yeah. As soon as I saw the lineup here, I was like, yeah, he's fucked it. He shot himself. Valverde shot himself because when you're going to Anfield, and not, not even just that, after that, when they conceded within six minutes, the game was over, basically, because mm. you can't go to Anfield with that kind of lineup, with that kind of mentality, and concede that early. Starting you, to make, starting, sorry, Sergei Roberto right back for me. I don't know what his suicide. fascination with that yeah. boy is. Yeah, it was Honestly, suicide. I'm not saying he's a bad player or anything mm. like that, but I don't understand the fascination where it's like, I must have this player on the pitch. Mm. Like, I don't see it. I actually don't see it. Especially mm. when you're going, you've got to understand where you're going to sometimes, innit? Sometimes you got to know, all right, cool, I'm going to the new cap, so I know what kind of game I'm, yeah. I, I need to play. Mm. I'm going to Anfield, I know what kind of type of game yeah. I need. I'm going to Old Trafford, I know what type of game I need to play. I'm going Stoke, I know what type of game I need to play. Yeah. you got to know what kind of game you're going to need to play in it. And he came in and thought, right, like, this is just some any team that I'm going to be able to just yeah. put two banks of four and they're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. The only player that I saw here that was ready for that intensity was Vidal. The rest of the players, I don't know what he'd thought about playing that Langley or Longley or whatever mm. his name That is. says a lot. That brother was without... not ready for the mm. occasion at mm. all. I don't know why he thought that that guy was more ready than Umtiti. I, I'm sorry. The team yeah, but Umtiti's been out of favour for a while. Yeah, but that's what mm. I'm saying. But that's you, mm. as a manager, that's your own fault because there's no reason to. And I, and I see this You don't know Henry. what's going on behind the scenes. No, it's, it's about money. It's about money. You're trying mm. to phase men out and stuff like that, mm. innit? Cool, whatever. You want to mm. do that, innit? But at the same time, you're trying to do something here on the pitch, innit? Mm. So you got to know where your priorities come, mm-hmm. innit? You, you've got Messi here in his twilight years and we all have to be mm. honest and say Messi's near the end, innit? You think so? Yeah, 100% Messi's near the end. Look at, that, you, look at him in that first leg and see what he was able to do at the new camp. Then look, I'm sorry, you see that sec- that game at um, Anfield? Mm. I think it was kind of pathetic watching him because it was like, yeah, I saw you do things, but it's like Messi, like, Turn up, like Messi. Okay, Real one, and this is what like, I was saying. Now Messi, like yeah. Messi, Messi, Real one, and this is what I was saying about. Uh, for me, Ronaldo's better than Messi. No, no, because no, 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 can, no, no. Let, let me land. Let me, let, let me. Yeah, of course. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Messi looked vacant in his eyes when it was going against. He was just shaking his head. If that was Ronaldo, he goes over to the manager and says, we need to sort this out. I'm taking ownership of the situation. But Messi just let the game pass him by. He was seeing things happen. He was just shaking his head. He wasn't trying to G up the lads. And as you said, Vidal was their best player. That sums it up for me because he's the player that you will naturally associate with fight. Yeah. All the others yeah, are just happy yeah, yeah. when and they're playing Suarez, football. Yeah, Suarez but, yeah, yeah, but Suarez, his season's been curtailed now by yeah. a nasty knee injury. They've yeah. already announced that he's not going to play any further part yeah, so yeah. maybe that was hampering him yeah, uh, yeah. and it was a damning indictment to see Philip Philip Coutinho he was you know the honey of the Liverpool fans eyes you know he's we used to like worship him yeah. and to see what he's turned into at um, Barcelona like it's sad the way he's always the first casualty when things are going wrong if things are going wrong 
sub him off and mm. yeah to be honest what what a miracle and I'm just happy as a Liverpool it was, fan it was because a great performance nah, Liverpool, I, I, Liverpool, Barca did not come prepared for that man I, I think and I, I, I would sack the manager over something like that straight yeah, yeah no it's definitely a sackable offense I think I can offense. win the league if, as long as I've got Messi I think I can win the league quite often yeah. like, but you see Champions League I think that's when certain managers have to make their bread and butter mm. and when you go and you drop a performance like that after my man's given you that Messi's given yeah. them that first leg He's turned up and he's actually put them on the back and said, all right, cool, I've done this. Like, all right, cool. Now the manager has to say, okay, when he sees Messi a bit struggling, you've got to take some responsibility yeah. and say, okay, I'm going to cover you and, yeah, and yeah, try yeah, and take yeah. over this game and make this game easier on you and the rest of the team in it because you've yeah. done your business in the first leg, basically. Yeah. Like, the, the, what's the manager there to do? He, like, Messi's going to have to carry them again, like, in the yeah, second yeah, leg. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I know I was a bit harsh on Messi, but at the same time, I do expect the player to perform but at the same time, the manager has to come and make the player's life easier for him. No, you know what? I, I, we think we need to give Liverpool a lot of credit, though, man. Like, as, I want to, I want to be harsh yeah. on Barca, but I just think to come that from four 0 down, they like three three 0 down, and like the, Barca had bare chances. Like, mm. let's be honest, Suarez should have scored, Alba should have scored, Messi um, had a few Allison. openings. Allison was, was at a solid game. You just have to give Liverpool credit. I think just playing Liverpool at Anfield, three 0 three 0 down. I get it, but. Liverpool's season was on the line. Three yes. Liverpool's season was on the line. Origi up front. Yeah, but their season was like basically. Security. It was given away. Basically, if if yeah. Liverpool it wasn't a perfect if game. Liverpool didn't win that game, mm. I feel psychologically that team yes. may not have survived. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In terms of going again next season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that has given them something to yeah, hold yeah, on to. That's true. Yeah. And that and I think that was all the motivation they needed. Yeah. Our yeah. season is on yeah. the line here yeah. and I think that's ultimately yeah. what got them through. Yeah. So Barca we just got to give Yeah, Barca like they mentally they thought they won the game. Yeah. And and also they had the title wrapped up. So yeah. they didn't have the same hunger as what Liverpool had. Liverpool yeah, it was, it was knew the Yeah, they the players this, were rested like, the this is the, that was Liverpool's end game. Mm-hmm. So they had to win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, you know what ultimately put them through. Yeah. You know what and just to wrap that 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 up, I think somewhere there is a Liverpool fan who has more heart than than brains and decided to make a bet on yep. Liverpool before yep. that game, and yep. I, I'm so I, I'd be so interested to see what the odds were mm. before the game, uh, before the second leg was mm. uh, uh, um, underway. Mm. What the odds were for someone for, for Liverpool to win that game? Because mm. I'm I'm absolutely sure of it. Mm. Someone so passionate this decided, you know, I am gonna back my team. And that person is laughing somewhere on Merseyside right yep. about now. All the way to the back. <laughs> Honestly. So really quickly, I'm, I'm just conscious of time and there's a few other things that I wanted us to, to discuss. Um, but we haven't spoken about um, uh, Spurs turning uh, around their, um, their, their, um, their, you know, the result from the first uh, leg against Ajax. Of course, they didn't have as, as monumental a task to no. overcome as um in as game did. in game I think maybe it was, prior it was, it was quite a difficult task it was it was quite a difficult they one. had 45 minutes to score three goals in it and, and it's it. and it's like yeah okay I, well, Liverpool, okay. And, you know what as soon as it's Liverpool score that goal yeah valid point is in game mm-hmm. before this any the, the, the yeah, second yeah, 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 started yeah, they yeah. had lesser uh, yeah, but of course in game I I agree they had quite um yeah quite yeah, a tough task. task yeah quite a tough task away from home um away from home mm. of course mm. um without their talisman mm. um in Harry Kane um but yeah what what are your 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 thought? I know this mm. is probably going to be one of the shortest um, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest uh, you know Ajax what, came into the game in the ascendancy obviously going away then they went two 0 up you were thinking wow. 
Spurs are bottling it again. Mm. Then half time, I mean, the rumors going around is Harry Kane went into the changing room and said, "Boys, like he was swearing, using some expletives." So that obviously got the boys g'd up. But for me, it was one simple solution: Fran Lorente. Yeah. I mean, when he came on, they he couldn't was handle him. Yeah, they could not handle him. He was trying to occupy mm. Daily Blind because obviously they saw him as. And the he was bullying as well. Of course, of course. Some yeah. occasions he was bullying him, and, but and you see, and mm. that's why it was like you see that last goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it happening because I, I saw. The lips leg like in the air, yeah. <laughs> and I see like um Lorente was there winning the head, mm. and I was like, oh shit, they fucked it, yeah. Mm. And then I've seen more just come from nowhere. And I, my mouth was open. Mm. I was like, I can't believe they've done this. Mm. Like I actually couldn't I believe they've done this. Mm. And it's and and that's another thing about managers. It's like sometimes you've got to intervene and say, all right, this guy's a problem in it. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna put two of you on this oh, guy. Yeah. I'm gonna give a shout out to um, Sink Ravan because I think he came on and I think he played really well as well. He actually tried to almost stem the flow. Who? Um, Sink Graven, one Ajax player. Okay, okay. He came yeah. on and I think yeah. he actually he did some nice things that okay. I thought, okay, yeah. So I'm gonna keep an eye out on him. Um, but um, when Lorente came on, I don't think they reacted quick enough, or maybe they yeah. didn't make the right decisions and ways yeah. to deal with him because mm. it's like. This guy is a handful. He's probably one of the best players I've seen in the air mm. when it comes to winning headers and knockdowns and stuff like that. Like, what are you going to do to... Yeah, to negate get what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. if you're not going to be able to... If you know you can't win this header, then you know you've got to stop the ball coming into mm-hmm. it. But then it comes back to a thing of the intensity. Premiership intensity is... No other league can compete with Premier yeah. League intensity. Of course. So, I think that that showed as well because mm. Tottenham just kept on coming and coming and coming and... Ajax didn't have no answer. I think it was basically like a fatigue race, isn't it? Yeah. And at the end of the day, Ajax were dead on their feet. And you know when you just need that last moment just to, yeah, like, yeah. Just to get over? Because you know you're finished, isn't it? Yeah, you just yeah. got to get over. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't yeah. do it. And and they had chances. Because even in the last minute... That Ziyech guy kept hitting the post. Post yeah. Tadic. That mm. Tadic chance, yeah, yeah? It was like... I understand why you shot, but did you really need to shoot? You could have. Mm-hmm. You was in the box. You could have just. I think it was two, two and a half minutes left. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, just waste a bit more time. Yeah, get the yeah. ball. Knock it back to your right back. Like, yeah. take your time. You look past the ball. Wise, yeah. And, and I, I, I like their manager. I like his style of play and everything. But he was a bit naive because when they brought on Lorente, you didn't do the right reactions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, innit? And Mourinho is a bastard for what he said about their philosophy. <laughs> Fair point. So I want to round this one up then and ask you guys, obviously with the final um, ahead, mm. out of the two teams, Liverpool and Spurs, who do you guys, not who do you want to win it? Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. Will win Liverpool, fam. Liverpool have to you win know, it for, know, my, for my sanity. I know, I know it's <laughs> For my sanity. They have to win it. It's That's a, it. It's an easy thing to say Liverpool, but when it's two English sides, it's like a derby, all form and stuff, mm-hmm. go out of the window. But you would say that Liverpool will be better for the experience in Kiev last year. You know, Tottenham are going to be the new boys looking around thinking, wow, Champions mm-hmm. League final. Awesome. Liverpool have been there last season. So I think Liverpool will be rightly the favourites. You know, also to the fact that they won both of the league games. Mm-hmm. And Tottenham, Harry Kane, I mean, is he going to play? If I was Poch, I would just, you know, strangle the idea at birth and just say, you know what, he's not going to be in the squad. I know Harry Kane's going to be wanting to play he was yeah, saying that he's doing straight line running but what's that <laughs> you need to be playing competitive games yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'll just throw him out of the equation but I think Liverpool man this is it's, it's win the Champions League or bust for them yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. if you don't if win you the Champions League your season's been 
you know it's been what, a yeah. season that promised so much but failed to deliver. I don't so know how, I think, as an Arsenal fan, I've ended up in such a horrible position. Yeah, man. It's like, okay, yeah. like, I want Liverpool to suffer, but if Liverpool suffer, that means Tottenham, like, yeah, are happy, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. Can't they just block the stadium or something? <laughs> <laughs> so no, Liverpool will be the favourites, but I think it'll be. It's quite nice to think that either Klopp or Pochettino win Ooh, the Champions yeah. League because yeah. I think they're both top top managers. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, City have you know won the English domestic title, which they deserve. But you know, Liverpool could actually win the Champions League, which is for me the biggest accolade. I know people I don't mean, agree people with that, that. I don't but I don't, I don't agree. So, so it's more shiny. Yeah, but I don't but think, I don't think it's so, no. But position. I think I play more how many games. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's good that Liverpool finished fifth behind Everton and won it. Yeah, mm. I can't really take that kind of cut. No, back. but I think we have to like give credit. You know. Liverpool and City have been the two best teams in Europe yeah. so in, um, City can win the domestic thing and, and for Liverpool win the Champions League yeah. I think no one really argue with that yeah. so, it's a good so, so I, I, I think well. I think Liverpool are going to win it purely back to that point where I made earlier about psychologically this team needs to win something yeah. like, yes. so I think for that alone Liverpool will win it I think for Spurs getting to the Champions League yes. final alone and, 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 and getting in top four that's their oh, of course. that's bread and butter that's, that's, that's great for them yes. like, we, we've yes. done we've yes. achieved all we set out yes. to achieve now so they'll be playing with like less pressure and, yeah. and probably just be happy to take part but I think yeah. for Liverpool it's just like we need to come on with this trophy course, yeah, or, yeah, it's, yeah. Or, or, or it's bust so I think it's going to be Liverpool's trophy 100% and it has to be because Spurs can't win that Champions League still yeah. <laughs> I reiterate so, so, move, so moving on this is this is one to be honest I've um, I've waited a long time to, to get these these two guys so in the same it. room to discuss um, and in the interest of time we're going to have to make we're going to have to speed it up unfortunately yeah, quick I'm going to be refereeing um, the proceedings yeah, yeah. can you, can you? <laughs> but this one is, is, is certainly I think it's a very very opportune moment to discuss this and it is the great Emery debate <laughs> right? told you so. now the thing about it is it feels almost like a, a civil war um, Avengers civil war with, uh, with Arsenal fans because I told you so. as, as with many argu- as with many arguments there are like there are two sides to it so at the start of the season, when we look at expectations, people would have said generally that um, uh, um, Emery has a free season, essentially. Yep. You know, all he needs to do is somewhat better what we finished with that. last last year. Okay. I, I don't think that. Okay, fair, fair, fair but point. But yeah, finish. So, so some, some would say, you know, it's, it's a free season. As long as um, he's, imp- he's making some sort of improvement on what... Um, Arsenal d- delivered last year. You know he's he's got a season to get it right. He's got a season to to test things out, whatever. See what um, you know players he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna build a team around or whatever. He's gonna need some time in terms of um, the transfer windows to invest, so on and so forth. Right there, of course. On the other hand, are people that expect him to deliver straight away because his remit is to get Arsenal back into the top four. Which of course he failed to deliver this season. Yeah. No, but he can do by winning the Europa he League. Can, I, I, well, the he can't get. He, he, yeah, like back, he can get us into the Champions League. He won't have mm. finished top four, of course. Yes, but yeah. he can get us back in. He can, he can get us back into the Champions League uh, uh, um, uh, uh, football. Now the issue is again, he, again with this um, with this argument, there there are different schools of thought on the Champions League as well. Some people argue and say, well, Arsenal weren't good enough to play in the Champions League and maybe us not playing in the Champions League and playing in Europa again is going to be enough to, it, you know, maybe be a catalyst for, 
for, for, for, for, the, for the higher ups and the people that are in the positions of Absolute power nonsense. to actually do something about it. Whereas other people will say, well, we know that Stan Kroenke isn't going to invest in the club. No matter where else are we going to get the money from? We need to be playing Champions League football. So, in, in, I, I want to open the floor out to you guys now. <laughs> Uh, we we just need a bit of law and order. Yeah, yeah. So don't, want, don't let him get carried away. I want both of you guys to have your opportunity right, to land. Let me, let me yeah. talk Second, first. Seconds out. Ding, ding. Let me talk first. So let me talk. As long as you acknowledge, I told you so. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no, I told you so. All right, yeah. cool. Let's start, let's start from the beginning. At the start Perfect. of the season, like Butch correctly said, it was a free stab at it. Like everyone said, Emery is going to take time to get his ideas. He's first of all, he's in the first season of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to adjust to the league. He needs to get the what players Emery's to adjust ideas. his ideas, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously going to take time. And I think for the first 10, 15 games, he was actually trying to implement his ideas. But then ultimately, I think, whether because he thought these men are shit mm-hmm. or if he thought, I need to get results now, he packed all that in mm-hmm. and he just started becoming really, really pragmatic. Um, now, Ruan's going to turn around and, and say, this is him as a coach. Yeah. It is him. No, He's wait, 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 wait. He's going to turn around and say, this is him as a coach. Yeah. He might be right. He might not be right. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. But ultimately, what do you want man to do? Mm-hmm. We, we've seen these two players, these set of players under two sets, uh, two different managers. One who is, you know, extremely, you know, go out there, play your football, beat the opposition because you're better than them yeah. and then we've now got a coach who is extremely pragmatic and says you know what we've got to be disciplined we've got to be structured and that's the only way we're going to beat teams mm-hmm. and ultimately the results have been pretty much the same Yeah. so Can I say it has to be the players you know mm-hmm. it can't just be purely the manager he's made some mistakes right he's made yeah. some mistakes without a shadow of a doubt like come on play him playing the teams like Brighton and, and Huddersfield with like five at the back giving the opposition the onus to come on to you it's not great, but then ultimately I can't blame him because if he goes against those teams and he plays four at the back and he gets battered, we're gonna look at him like, what's yeah, happening? Yeah. So me personally, I just think, solidarity yeah, first, me yeah. personally, I just think the players are just not been good enough. Yeah, um, he's tried to be pragmatic and and, and you know done what he's done, and he's got seventy points and he was one win away from getting us top four. Which, yeah. which you know, if he got us top four, it would have been a miracle because I think personally, not a miracle. We are the worst side in the top six, player for player. We are honestly the worst side for the top. You bail you out on so many. Games. Yeah, we are the worst side in the top well, six for I, player. For I don't player. think we're the, the worst side. At least I think we're on par with Chelsea. No, Chelsea have Eden Hazard and, exactly. and Kante. Hold on, Kante plays. Kante playing fucking box to box because because Sarri's a moron. <laughs> that's got nothing to do with it. That, that's fine, but Kante's not playing in his best position. And do you get? In it's every like other position, left wing. No, in every other position, Chelsea are better than us, regardless no. of what you say. No, Chelsea are better than no. us. Maybe the only thing that we have over them Goal is strikers. Yeah, Kepa's crap, but we did, they spent crap. 70 he's, million on no, him. No, he's not crap. Kepa's not crap yet. Kepa's actually got mad potential. I've actually seen he's actually a very good goalkeeper and I think he's going to get better. But goalkeeper, I think we're better. Left back, yeah. Left back is up in the air for both teams because they're shit. Centre-back. They, they, remember, they've got Emerson who they choose not they to play. They have one centre-back. We'll have another centre-back. Right back, I think it's up in the air whether you want Aspo or you want Bellerin, innit? All right, cool. Centre, then we go into the midfield now, yeah? Let's say if our, our, our three is going to be Ramsey, um, Torreira and Jacka, Jorginho, Kante and who? But Jorginho and Kante, Jorginho... No, no, nobody Kovacic, Wait, Jorginho and Kante will start for us. Facts. 
What? Uh, wait, Jorginho wait, who? Jorginho wouldn't start for us. Yes, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't start no, over Xhaka. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Xhaka no, he shit. He wouldn't start over Xhaka. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Of course he would. No, he wouldn't. We've seen Xhaka is awful. Maybe Jorginho that was playing in Syria and playing for Napoli. We've seen players playing Syria and look like well. The only, the only reason we've seen that. No, the only reason you're saying that it's a different level. No, the only reason you're saying that is because there's been teams that have tactically set out to finish Jorginho no one sets up their game to finish Jacker because he's just finished himself because he's rubbish like he's wait, wait, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Right, cool. so we're gonna we'll take Jorginho we'll take Jacker what does Jorginho do better than Jacker everything what huh? everything what you're a liar everything. you're a liar he's he, he, he 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 got he's more mobile than he is not more mobile passing better positioning no, Bleed. Okay. he hasn't got better positioning than Jacko. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, better than him. Still. Yeah. Okay, we we've been. Anyway, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Let's go back because the the argument here is about Emery. Emery, yeah. alright, cool. Okay. All right, let me ha- let me throw my ticket yeah, in now. Yeah. Alright, cool. From the beginning, yeah, and this is why I was against Emery's appointment from the beginning. But I thought, yeah, okay, I'm gonna give him time because yeah. I know what we're gonna get with Emery. Emery's shown what he is his whole career in it. Mm-hmm. He's a pragmatic. Uh, he's a pragmatic. Um, let's say get results at all costs kind of guy in it. Mm-hmm. He's not a guy that's gonna come and implement a philosophy. So all these this this bullshit about oh he needs time to implement a philosophy. What is his philosophy? Mm-hmm. It's to get points no matter what. That's what Emery's for. He's actually a Tesco Mourinho. That's what he is. <laughs> not even Tesco. I'm mean, I'm even being disrespectful to Mourinho. He's an Audi, Audi kind of not co-op co-op Mourinho. That's what fucking Emery is, man. So he's come here and you're telling me oh we're gonna give him a free hit this season. Why? Yeah. We've just been 60 million on a 29 year old striker um how old yeah, is Ozil yeah Wenger's, how old is Wenger, how old is, Kosh? How old is um, Socrates mm. how old are these players that you think you're going to give them a free hit and what do you think they're going to be like next season they're on their last legs no, but the so team they, they bought these players for because they was like okay we need to get back into top four yeah. this season in it by hook or by crook in it yeah. my roommate at the beginning of the season was I don't like Emre I don't like his style of football I don't believe he's the man to take us forward mm-hmm. but if he gets 75 points I will give him full credit yeah. what happened he was looking like he was going to get 75 points yeah. these men were messaging me yeah, <laughs> when it was time ah oh, yeah he's going to get 75 <laughs> points and he's going to do it what happened what did that pussy old get us from <laughs> no but wait wait <laughs> wait 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 he got us 70 but wait wait are you are you really, are you really gonna blame the manager yes, for, wait, the manager. for a team failing to manager. win three games out of five when the the whole season was in there? Yes, hands? yes. You know what more motivation play, do they need? Blame the manager because you see those same players they've overperformed the conditions that the manager has put them in the whole season. How can you be conceding the most shots? On, um, you've been conceding the most shots on target out of the top six, maybe I think by United, and you're creating the le- least uh, amount of chances on target. Well, these players are over. Doesn't that show the sum of the team? No, that shows that the kind of condition the managers put them in. They've compared it to Wenger's year last year. Why are we conce- why are we creating less chances but concede- conceding more shots? What are you choosing to do? Mm-hmm. Are you making us more solid defensively? Are you making us better going forward? Mm-hmm. What, what what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually lucky that we've got two Langman strikers. Yeah. And that's what the difference is this season. We have mm-hmm. two Langman strikers. And and if you look at it this whole season, we've been converting chances, yeah. Better than any Premier League team in the history of the Premier League. Aubameyang and Lacazette are two strikers, yeah? Mm. Are they the best two strikers in the history of the Premier League? No. How are they managing to convert chances better than any Premiership partnership or any any team in a, um, in Premier League history? 
It doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's unsustainable. We're creating less chances, but these two are managing convert at abnormal, um, abnormal rate. Yeah. This was luck. This man in this guy. <laughs> so yeah, it's man. luck, you know. <laughs> it's luck that we're in the it's Europa League final. No, Come on, man. Wait, Ruan. Wait, 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 sorry. The Europa League. Let me tell you about the Europa League. The Europa League wasn't luck. The Europa League is that we're just better than all the other teams that win the Europa League. But everyone said we were going out to Napoli. No, who said that? Everyone. Yeah, everyone no. was saying that. Everyone, everyone said, said that was saying. the worst draw People, ever. No, this is what I'm saying. People don't really watch football then. If you're saying we're going to go out to Napoli like that, mm. I don't really think you, I don't believe you watch football. Ruben, how can you say team, that? We saw sorry, Napoli, that Napoli in the Champions the League. Sorry, that Napoli team is not the same as the Napoli team. <laughs> no, that's the same Napoli that beat Liverpool. That's oh, what I'm saying. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, fam. That's one result. Who was They bossed Liverpool that game. And PSG matter. as well, they went home and away. PSG, PSG it doesn't gonna... matter, fam. These are little cup games when Ancelotti can show his little things that he's going to do, fam. On the whole, I don't think that Napoli team is better than Arsenal. I don't, and if, if you compare it, it's the same thing as last season. So, Ruan. If we had the same cup run, yeah, mm-hmm. last season that we had this season, do you think this team is beating Atletico Madrid? Of course not. not probably not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, we've, every team that we faced, I would say were favourites to beat in it. Let's say if we if we give man Napoli in it, what happened with Napoli? Who showed up? Aaron Ramsey, fam. Who's nah, the guy that the nah. man's been bullying from the beginning of the season? Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> and that's ultimately then he what it's with about. Nose and ran back to the man, fam. And that's he ran ultimately back with what his it's about. And he ran back to the man. He ran back to Erzul and shined his fucking shoe, fam. And what's Erzul doing, what doing now? What's Erzul doing now? So Ruan, are you trying to say Unai Emery out? Yes, hundred percent. Come on again, no, no, this is 100%. rash. Because this know. is what I'm saying. I look at performances. Mm. My man is not. He's not giving me the performance. He's not giving me hope. Mm. I saw the first game of the season. I saw and I was like, okay, he's trying different things. And then when I saw that Chelsea game, I was like, this guy's a bastard. Still, mm. he's come to do the same shit, fam. Then I've carried on watching him and watching him. I'm like, yeah, this guy, this guy is clueless. Still, listen, you know what's he's funny? A pragmatist. He's, he's actually a pragmatist, fam. That's that's his thing. But there's and nothing wrong with he, that. There's nothing wrong with it if you're gonna be a leader. <laughs> He's not elite at it. Yeah, but he's the, proven he's the not quality elite. of the personnel we have. And going to be losing to um, um, Crystal Palace at home, yeah? You're not an elite pragmatist, fam. If you could be at Seville and lose and not win an away game but, the whole season, but you're wait, not an elite pragmatist. But wait, and that's you, you, what we you're, see you're talking about Palace as if Mustafi didn't just give them a goal. Like, <laughs> oh, what do you want man to do? He gifted them three goals. What do you want to do with his personnel? Why are you conceding three goals at home Mustafi's a hazard. Like, there's not a lot you can do to that. And hazard. you know who, who he said is more of a hazard? Mavropanos, who didn't play for the whole season. Maybe because he's seen him in training. He's had his own hands with that. He, he decided to feature He decided to feature um, Mustafi for the whole season. No one forced him to do that. He could have came in and watched Mustafi and said, you know what, I can't do nothing. Sell him, sell him, sell him. I can't. Because the same way he bullied Ramsey, the same way he bullied, bullied Ramsey, he, he could have bullied what, Mustafi, was, but he was, didn't was do it that. Was the injury to Rob Holding uh, another player? It was no, key. Of course it was. Of course it was. No, that's another clutch. Another, another of course clutch it was, man. People hold on to to say that Rob Holding would have made a difference. Rob it Holden made, made a, a massive difference. difference. Everybody that was good at the beginning of the season, they returned to their, their No, they did form. not. No, After they did the new not. manager bounced, no, Awobi, everybody was saying, look how Awobi's improved. Look what Awobi's doing. Awobi's been overplayed. What happened with Awobi? Mkhitaryan, look how he's sick and Mkhitaryan. No, Mkhitaryan's <laughs> always been rubbish. <laughs> At the end of the season, what happened? Man was telling me about Jacka. Ah, oh, Jacka's in. No, Jacka's always been rubbish. Mustafi, always been rubbish. He's dirty mouth, fam. He's dirty old baby and mouth. He came to say, Ruin. yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. He came to say that because of coaching, yeah, that he'd improved. Has uh, has um, Mustafi improved? No, he hasn't. So what is man telling me? 
What is man telling all the players that man said at the beginning of the season that improved because of coaching, they all turn out to be shit? Yeah, to so be where honest. was the coaching then? Mm. Where is the coaching? Tell me where the coaching is. He hasn't improved anybody. Mm. You haven't integrated the youth players. You, I don't know how you've managed to do it yet, but you somehow fumbled into the, the 70 points, even though we played sh- majority of the season we played shit. I don't know how we can create so little chances as a team like Arsenal. That's that. that our, it's our the sum of it's, the players. It's, it's integrated in us to create chances and and we play like this. Ruan, can I get a word in? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I yeah. So basically, when Wenger left, before. when Wenger mm-hmm. left, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, let's see what Una Emery is gonna do. Okay, let's see if he can better what Wenger done. So Wenger finished. Where did he finish? With six. Six last season on sixty-six points. I Sixty-three. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought whichever manager comes in. They get a free hit at it. Let's see what they can do. Okay, so if you're gonna Why? judge if you're gonna Why judge the season. A free hit? Sorry. Yeah, let's see what he can do if he can implement his ideas and stuff like that. Is there any context to this free hit or is this any map if I rolled up there, would you give me a free hit for this season? Obviously if you finish 8th, ninth, 10th then obviously there you need there has to be some you, context or some kind of reasoning why you give a manager a because you just season. had a team that's finished 6th on 63 points anything and, and above that and also that you had a manager in the hold institution on. for like 20, 20 odd years. years so you like, need to it's a big change him? it's a hold big on, change hold on hold on, hold on. Right, cool so you've, you've had a team yeah mm-hmm. that you said finished on 63 points in it mm-hmm. that their, their main striker was injured for half the season and they got another striker in for half of the season mm. and then you've spent 70 million pounds you've rang in four or five players and you've given them a new goalkeeper a new a, a new amazing dm torero was supposed to be held at and an elite young player yeah mm-hmm. you can all agree on those things in it mm-hmm. okay so why is the defense not improved what what is that got to do with anything 70 million is not a lot of money 70 what million is what they spent on hold on hold on hold on hold on we're not going no hold on we're not going for the title no we are we're trying to bridge the, the gap we're trying to bridge can, a gap between smart. us and the you can shop top smart teams. you can actually shop so smart where, and still be able to get players where, okay and what is that going to do with the manager what's that going to do with the manager what do you mean what's that what, the manager's the manager. not the person so he's got a better squad than it was last season it was instantly yeah but the other teams have improved as well instantly have they improved who well, the other teams? Well, the Chelsea other, have just spent seventy in, million on, on a keeper and, and podcast, fifty million on Georgina. United are worse because they finished second last season. And where did they finish? This I was season? talking about City, Liverpool, but Arsenal's main okay, competition, okay. which is Tottenham and Chelsea. City, let's say City have improved. Let's say Liverpool have improved. Has Chelsea improved? They haven't spent. Has Chelsea improved? Chelsea's Has United improved. improved? Chelsea's improved. Yep. You're a liar, fam. They've improved their personnel. You're a liar, fam. They don't even have a striker for the whole season. They got and then they got Higuain off. Higuain on his on his on his ninth month for pregnancy running around. To be honest, the other four teams, you know, apart from Liverpool and City, they've, they've been abysmal. Worse. Yeah, they've been they've abysmal. So but what the main point was about Unai Emery, what I was trying to say is, give him a free hit for this season. Let's see what he's about. And what's I, funny about it, the week, the week where you beat Watford and Napoli, I was thinking, wow, this guy's doing a decent job. Then since then, it went tits up. It's the game where someone went, got sent off and then we got You won the game. You won the, I'm talking yeah. about the result. Maybe the performance see? wasn't great. And this is what but I mean. At, at, that stage of this, at that stage of the season, no one's really watching. Of course, it's, all, it's a results-based business. Your performance should have built up Goodwill from the beginning. No, of the not season. when it goes to the business end of the season. It's all about results. Okay, At the like, business end, okay, it's all about results. Trying to do, yeah, mm. so I'm gonna back him in. It. No. You see, when Klopp came in, mm. everybody saw what Klopp was trying to do. Mm. Everybody saw an instant. Yeah, but Klopp's an elite manager, though. Mm. And Mamba's not an elite manager. But we know. So, yeah, we know this that. This is the sum of Arsenal. Hold on, hold on. So we've got someone in here to come and do a mediocre job. We just got a mediocre because we're a mediocre team. 
But we're not. We're not supposed to be. Of course we, we have are. to have that an elite something. We're not you, elite. Hold, we're not elite. This is us. If you want to overperform as a team, you have to have something that is elite. It, it will either be your manager, like with Spurs, or it's going to be your playing staff. Yeah. What are you? You have to pick one. So what, MK, you're MK, are nothing, you Emery you're in or over, out? Overachieve? You're not going to overachieve nothing. MK, are you Emery in or out? I think he, he deserves another season. He knows his shit. He knows his shit. No, but I think what we're seeing is a common theme. It's saying Oli out, Emery out. I mean, we got to give some content. And it's not worth you investing any more time in it. You might as well cut. You might as well cut the cord. So would you would you sack Emery now off the basis of this season? Depends if he if he if he's at the right to uh, another season if he gets us in the Champions League because that's just yeah. fair dues in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't get us in the Fuck him off. <laughs> uh, I think that's I don't think the Arsenal board was that's harsh. Yeah, I think that's harsh. Why is it harsh? We have to be cutthroat. We don't we're not in a position where we can be messing around in it. Mm. Look at the position our squad is in. We're a mm. very aging squad, isn't mm. it? Mm. And and Emery what Emery showed me is that he doesn't really favour like young players like that. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Unless it's forced upon him. He don't really. He's not really in tune. I with, think you need to look at intangibles as well. He's learning the language. I'm sure next season he's going to be better at it. So his communication, communication is a big thing. But I think again, saying but, sack Emre is no, too rash, and it's a hard line approach. Me, you're telling me that uh, his communication is going to be about. But the common thread that we've seen with Emre is something that we've seen his whole career. Mm. Why should I expect different now? That's a point. So who else in the market could you get? Like, give me a name that you wouldn't mind being that in charge. Elite, you, asked, you, you said uh, well, we have we to get have elite. To choose, yeah. It's either an elite manager or an elite, elite player. So and we're not going to get elite players. players. So, who's so which manager? manager? Chuck, a, chuck a name of a manager. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't want to throw just like... Because I'm going to throw you a buzz name out of there just because it's, it's fresh in my mind and stuff mm. like that. And I don't want to do that. But if I had to do that, I would pick my man at Hoffenheim. Obviously, he's already going to uh, Leipzig. Leipzig. Mm. And I like the Ajax manager, what he did, even though he bottled out at the end. See, like this is what I mean. Mm. It's, it's the stuff like that is not sustainable. Hold on, mm. hold on. Why is it not sustainable? Because Ajax is a team that's been playing in a certain philosophy and a, 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 a we built been a certain way. With a yeah, but philosophy. we're not Ajax. We're not Ajax. We haven't been playing we're not with a certain Ajax. philosophy. We're not Ajax. Under Wenger, maybe, what, in what, his earlier years. We didn't have a we didn't yeah, have a philosophy Yeah, but we're not Ajax. You see what you're seeing at Ajax is four years in the league. Wait, we like to play with the no, ball. That's no. what we are. It's we four years in the You know what it is? You could get a manager like that and he'll take you further back before you even start moving forward. I'm fine with that. Nah, and this you is might be, I but the, the team is... I am fine with Arsenal that. As long can't as I can see that. where you're going. Arsenal with Emery, I don't that. see where he's going, so it's all about results. And if you don't achieve the results, pack your bag and go. Arsenal okay, let's, let's round this up with this, right? I'm going to ask both of you guys, what three things, realistically, can Arsenal do to make progress of this season, next season. Three things. If you could sum it up in three things, what would they be? How do Arsenal make progress? How do Arsenal uh, re-establish themselves in the top four and move on from this season? Three things, if you could limit it to three. You have to be smart with money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first thing. Whatever decisions you make, they have to make sense. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And not all decisions will work out, yeah. but they have to make sense. Mm-hmm. Both financially and when it comes to like playing style and stuff like mm-hmm. that, isn't it? Um, the academy. I've always banged on about the academy. Yeah. If we're not gonna spend money, trust some of these young players. Yeah. Some of these young players that we don't think are good, 
when you put them in the first team, they will be good. Mm-hmm. Some of these players you don't think are ready, they won't be ready unless you play them. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of take that risk. Yeah. Everybody was telling me Maitland was shit after his first couple of games. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maitland's a mainstay in the team now. Yeah. Do you yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's with patience. Everybody's saying Enketia is not good enough and X, Y, Z, and he comes on, he bangs his first goal now, even though he hasn't been trusted yeah, this whole yeah, season, yeah, basically. Yeah. You have to give these players chances. Bellerin, look at Bellerin's disaster class in his first game for Arsenal yeah. against um, Dortmund. <laughs> Why is he's our first trace right back being quoted 50 mil? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have patience with these young players. Mm-hmm. Even someone like a Wobi in it. A Wobi shouldn't be, we shouldn't be building around someone like a Wobi in it. A Wobi should be a bench man. We should go and get someone more talented from yeah, our academy, yeah, yeah. for example, if we haven't got man, um, money to be spending like that. Two, we've got to clear out the squad of these ageing players, innit? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes back to money, innit? So mm-hmm. I don't know if I should even go yeah, that way. Yeah. And you know what it is? It's going to... Because I already say sack Emery, it's going to say, like I'm saying that again, but yeah. sack Emery because you see with those things that I've, I've said, I don't think he's the man that's able to apply yeah. them. I think it's harsh. I, yeah. it, I, might be, I might be being harsh on him, but Definitely harsh. I think I'm well in my rights to be harsh on him because I've watched this man's career, innit? Mm-hmm. I know what type of manager he is. And 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 that's and that's we should we should dash him out. Yeah. We should dash him out because at the end of the day, if Emery gets a better opportunity, he's not gonna be thinking twice about us saying I've started this project. Why so why should we we haven't got we don't owe Emre nothing? No one no one's yeah. saying owe him anything, but he's earned the right to stay Of course. Right. Especially why? if he wins the Europa if, League. If he, get you, if he doesn't get Europa League, what has he done? Because I'm telling you, I saw the benchmark for Emre was seventy five points in it. Because even if we got seventy five points and he didn't get top four, I can say Right, cool, you did your thing. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? You made progress. Even if it was close. What why we did... Why was it 75 points? Though? Because yeah, I know 75, 75 points usually guarantees top four. Top four. Okay, fine, so yeah. if you got 75 points... He finished, say, he finished five points off, yeah. off, off what you wanted him to do. But anyway, back, okay. back, back yeah, to so the three I'm gonna, yeah, let's go. So, but so, by the way, I want to give him credit for oh, his yeah. big game. He's, he's handling another big game, sorry. I yeah. want to give him credit for that. Back, yeah. back to the three things. Um, so I agree with being... Uh, smart with money. There's a lot of players that I feel like we need to get rid of. Um, so I don't know if that's going to be Emery because I personally I don't trust Emery in the market. I don't think he's one of the managers who's like um, quite wise in the market. Like he's to not, pick up young talent. I feel not, like we need have a, a proper scout or, or mm. a proper like like we needed nice we needed a missing tat. So yeah. we need that we need someone to and, do that. I'm sorry, sorry. And what happened was with missing tat, they started beefing over players. They didn't want to give him responsibility, mm. and we end up with Dennis Suarez. Everybody's saying Emre needs his own players. Is that the kind of players yeah, we need? No, so I Dennis don't, I Suarez, don't. is that the kind of players we need? Is this yeah. the man you want to trust with money? No. No, so I don't... I, I, I'm with I'm with Rowan there, so I don't trust him to, in the transfer market. So I feel like we need to get rid of some of these aging players and some of these players on big contracts. If we could shift Ozil, Mkhitaryan, these kind of guys, get rid of them. Because like, we know what we're going to get from him. It's, it's not going to get any better. Uh, we need some young talent um, and we need to be smart with money in terms of like buying some real top young players and just... And, and, and bleed them into squad. Obviously, using the academy as well yeah. um, is important. Smith Rowe and Reese Nelson on the um, play these players. I think that book, and we'll book, see where they are. Book, what's that guy's name? The winger and Booker. Is it? Is that his name? Saka. 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 Yeah, he looks. He looks like, he looks like a top player. So play yeah, these players. That's using, what I'm saying. Play them, them yeah. and we'll see where they are. Even if they're, let's say they're not ready for our first team, and you don't see a future, in it, they will still fetch us a bubble too. Do you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sorry, yeah. sorry, just to go back. And this is what baffles me here yeah, about the way Arsenal has run because you're a team that has not got money, but then you let Welbeck finish the season and you get nothing for him. You let Ramsey go on a free. You signed a Mkhitaryan for some reason where you could have just got money for Sanchez. Mm. Like these deals, yeah, they baffle me because I'm like, 
You're saying you don't have money, but you don't behave like someone yeah. that don't have money. Yeah, you behave like a dickhead. Yeah. You're not in a position to act like a dickhead. You've got to be more responsible. Those are the two two things mainly. Just be smart with money and get rid of the, the, the dead weight and use the academy. Man. Those, the, yeah. If they start doing that, they'll go a long way into getting back and staying in the yeah. top four. They need a, and they need a sustainable model. So, Fair point. so that needs to go. We we shall see. As with everything, it's it's all about timing, right? And yeah. We're gonna have to just see how it all allows and all unfolds. So really quickly now, um, I wanted us to round off the episode um, with two things. Of you know, it's never a, a beautiful game uh, podcast without the uh, prospect of the week, which we're, we're gonna go into shortly. Before we do that, I just wanted to really, really, really quickly, all of you guys, to let me know who you feel is the unsung hero of the season. So of course, you know, there are teams that have overperformed, there are teams that have underperformed. There, you know, uh, when it comes to the Premier League, you know, essentially there is only one winner. Um, but still there are, there are players that play, that have had amazing seasons and that have gone under the radar. So I wanted to ask each of you guys um, who you would say is your unsung hero of um, of the of the season, it can even be in a team. Let's say City won the league. Um, it could be a, a a a player who may who even played for City, for example. Mm. I know one one player that uh, a lot of people have been speaking about recently is Bernardo Silva, in him having to come in and fill fill the the boots of Kevin De Bruyne essentially, um, and how he's managed to, to 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 do that. But that could go you know uh, unnoticed to a certain extent so yeah in short i want to know from you guys who is your unsung hero of the season so i'm, I'm gonna go uh to newcastle so i'm gonna <laughs> give it to rafa because to keep that team up barely yeah. spent any money it's yeah. top job and then another it, player i'm gonna give it to is rondon he's got 11 goals and seven assists in that team um yeah. and that team Again, a very pragmatic manager, and his goals and assists have kept them up. So yeah. that is that team. That team, yeah, that team deserves some credit still. That's yeah. where my um, um team. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, he's only on loan there, and apparently yeah. my and and, and, and and the reason I, I give it to them as well is because a lot of te- a lot of people have said, "Ra, why did they sell Mitrovic? Like they're crazy for that. They should never sell Mitrovic. That you know he would have kept them up, but yeah. Mitrovic has gone down." And Rondon's kept them up. Yeah, so but, yeah but that's harsh on Mitrovic. It is, it is. It's not but, but Rondon stepped in his shoes yeah, and he's yeah, done and a he's great done job. Yeah. If, if, if Newcastle don't sign him, I, f- I, f- I really think they'd be crazy not to. Yeah. I know, I feel but like, I reckon, yeah. I reckon, I reckon um, especially with all of the noise that's happening uh, with uh, Arnautovic at uh, West Ham, I they think they should him. really be looking at Rondon, to be honest, mm. just to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, so who wants to go next? Yeah, I'm going to go, go, go for something left field, innit? Um, I'm going to go with Neil Warnock and Cardiff, yeah? Even mm-hmm. though they got okay. relegated because that squad is fucking shit. Brother, <laughs> 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 like, I, I don't yeah. even... They shouldn't have even had three games like in a prayer's chance of even staying yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, that tragedy happened, obviously. Yeah, and I think yeah, if yeah. he was there, they probably might have stayed up, um, to be honest. So... Um, I want to give him um, unsung hero because that I've never seen a worse squad in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, Even Huddersfield. So, so. Maybe, sorry, maybe oh, no, to be fair, like maybe not. Um, um, sorry, maybe not um, performance wise, but name wise, mm. like I can't see anybody in that mm. squad here that mm. I would hang my hat on and say mm. this guy's a player. Even Huddersfield, I think I've got. I can see like maybe two, three players. I can mm. say, yeah, this guy's good and this guy's that. Like mm. like Pritchard. Um, the Akabi, mm. um and as named Aaron Moy. Yeah, like I say yeah, these guys are mm. these guys are good players in it, and they was in the league last season in it. Mm. So they've okay, proved, they've yeah, got yeah, a little yeah. bit of experience. Mm. 
Cardiff, they're shit. Like, like there's actually shit. Who what about the Cardiff? keeper? I think the keeper's good. Efren. I don't even know who the keeper is. Efren. Oh, Efridge. Yeah, yeah. He's I good. think they're all shit. I'm not going to lie. I don't know yeah. how these managed to keep them up. So yeah. credit to them because I don't think they're Premier League quality in it. Mm. So right. they should have been relegated long. They yeah. should be where what's it called is. Yeah, if I was to give my unsung heroes, I'll go with Nuno at Wolves and also Raul Jimenez. I think to get 13 league goals, no one really talks about him, but he's had a major import, you know, in Wolves' success this season. Mm -hmm. And also to add to MK's point, Rafa and Rondon as well. You know, Rafa continues to get the most out of limited resources. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rondon, I think he's like a key um, point in the talks between Rafa and the club club regarding the new contract mm-hmm. Rafa's sort of saying you need to sign this guy but obviously actually saying no he's 29-30 so it doesn't really make sense but he, he's been a real unsung hero in the big games when they've needed him he's always come to the fore and delivered mm-hmm. so yeah that's my fair point that's some, some really interesting uh, names that you guys are throwing in, in, in the hat there um, and of course as I said already we want to wrap things up now with the prospect of the week. I've already got a, 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 a gut feeling where this is going to go. I don't mind. Gotta looking give a special at, shout at, out to Fulham as well, you know. Yeah? Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, I've got a feeling I know where, where this is headed, but, you know, I've still got to put a question out there anyway. In your opinion, guys. Can who, I start off? Who, yeah, be, you're, be my guest. Who's go, your prospect of the week? I know we could go, you know, this weekend, but I'm going to go midweek on Tuesday. I think a manager took his side to Anfield <laughs> and his side got trumped and capitulated. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Ernesto Valverde. Okay. I think the, you know, the performance that um, Barcelona put in was tame, tepid and had no energy. They came there almost with a right to say, yeah, we're going to the final. Liverpool, do what you want. As I said, they came with their silk robes and their slippers and they just thought, we're going to just play it side to side. No intensity, but how wrong were they? They played against a Liverpool side with you know, massive heart. This is some back blows. Just say you want to blow yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I know we're limited on time, but yeah, yeah, Ernesto Valverde, you're my prospect of the week. Fair point. Uh, for me, look no further than Old Trafford and we yeah. could probably name the manager Ed Woodward Paul Pogba funny, funny, funny you mentioned Paul Pogba I'm sure you guys saw him remonstrating yeah, with the fans yeah, that yeah. was that crazy was, scenes it was crazy scenes unsavoury yeah like, and I feel like that comes a lot from like kind of the media blog that he gets like everyone just onto him and yeah. anytime Man United lose a game it's always his fault yeah. but, but ultimately to lose to Cardiff a side already relegated at home, at home. two nil, the, mm. one of the worst sides that's in the Premier the League. Mm. They had thirteen shots at Old Trafford. I don't even think Arsenal that's get that much when they go there. <laughs> so like Oli Pogba, the whole team, the whole institution of Manchester United, my prospect this week. Still, they all need a long hard look at themselves. Yeah, still. So everyone should cancel their own contracts. Everyone, <laughs> everyone at United needs a long hard look at themselves. Still, they should not be getting no holiday this summer. Yeah, yeah. So, but now was Oli to have another year? You know, no madman. <laughs> What what are your thoughts, Rowan? Do you um, agree with with um, with MK on on United? Yeah, man, you know that joke, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I could spend like an hour and a bit, like just talking about Man United and their problems. Yeah. And you know it is, yeah. It's good for them, isn't it? <laughs> you get me? You yeah. you was playing with the devil for too long. You get me? Yeah. And now like, he's gone. He's left you, isn't it? He's yeah. left you shit on your pants. <laughs> and that's what's happened. Um, my prospect of the week is gonna be Fulham. Because they've actually disgraced themselves this season. I mean, as oh, a prospect of the season or of the week, fam of the season. Okay, <laughs> cool. Fam, they spent a hundred mil and they're yeah. going down. They spent more than Arsenal, fam. Yeah, a yeah, hundred mil. 
You was bringing Anguissa and these man there. Siri, these decoration players. And you can and you maybe like you was fighting relegation. You are flat out relegated, man. You got twenty six points. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fulham, you know, you've got like six man on loan, you've got different goalkeepers speaking all sorts of languages. <laughs> like, if you use the thing, and look, look, and, that, and that's a warning for other teams getting promoted. Like, you don't need to rip up what you Pretty did much, in, yeah, your, yeah, in, yeah. in the championship, innit? You just need to build upon it. Mm. They literally ripped up their template from um, the championship and they got what they deserved going straight back to the championship, but they're going to have to put that template back together. Mm. Fair point, fair point. So uh, unfortunately, guys, it's it's um it's all we've we've got time. Mm, for. It's been a long one, but it's long been a one. bonus episode, Honestly, man. It's been yeah, a fun yeah, one, though. We could have carried on. It's real ones for still. We ain't got no time for you and Emery. He's gonna shut you up when he wins the Europa League. I don't care. That's Ramsey's last trophy. That's how I see it, fam. Honestly, we we could have gone on for at least another hour, man. But but if you've listened in until this point, we um we um. We really thank you for for listening in up until this point. We really appreciate it. You know, um, it's not every day we have asked, you know special guests on. Um, you know, these guys have have, have travelled some distance. Yeah, we appreciate it. We appreciate uh, you guys for having on. Thank, thank you, you for coming on, lads. Thank you, MK and Real One. Um, and as always, man, we, we know that it's, it's not going to be um, it's not going to be the last time you guys are going to certainly be on. Uh, again, yeah. Um, I think this is certainly going to be an interesting episode for, mm. for, for for the listeners. I'm sure they're going to enjoy it. Definitely. Um, again, just wanted to use the opportunity to to plug the Twitter. As as Full always, we're well, we're looking to grow and, and 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 expand. Favorite. So please, all Quote of that tweet. stuff, all <laughs> of that stuff. Yeah, me. We, we we really do appreciate your, your mom, engagement. Your dad, your auntie, <laughs> all of that stuff, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Please do. It's a uh, uh, TBG pod. Um, so follow up, share, retweet, like like real one said, share it amongst your group chat. Every country, that you get me, spread it. Let's let's go, man. Let's let's go together. And also, we're gonna be like, as always. We're gonna be um, posting um, uh, a tweet which has some of the uh, the prospects that were mentioned on the, on the, on the podcast. We want to hear your thoughts in the final game of the season, final week of the season. Um, who do you guys feel were the prospects, um, or it, are your prospects of the of, of the week? We'd love to hear from you. Um, it's been an eventful season. We are, um, we're not going to call it a day. We're going to continue to um, put out episodes every week. So, so keep your eyes peeled and your... Um, Is there any international um, tournament? Yes, the African yeah. Cup of Nations. So maybe it'd be... Nations Cup. To, yeah, exactly, man. So it'd be interesting for us to, to cover those things as well. Especially off the back of the fact that um, uh, Obama Young won the Golden Boot. But the top three players... Yes, yes. And I think that is a very, very good segue Mm. into the African Cup of Nations. Mm. You know, if they if they're finding that kind of form. Did Gabon qualify? I don't Yeah, no. Yeah and money, yeah. Isn't it? So um, so it'll be interesting, man. Mm. So 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 keep your eyes peeled for that guys. We're gonna keep you guys uh, up to speed with everything that's happening on on, on, on the podcast, man. Mm. So thank you again. And that is it. Over and out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for.
Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.